All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome in. This is LOTL, and this is episode 123. And on tonight's episode, we start everything with the catch-up with Jimmy. After that, we get into the hobby talk, and that's me this week, so you get to see a little uh, uh, look into my hobbies. Uh, we do our sports talk. We talk about the Indians with uh, trade wins a Bruin, uh, also the Tristan McKenzie debut. Uh, we talk about the Browns, all of the injuries that's going on at Brown's training camp, along with uh, the testing fiasco that uh, hit the NFL this weekend. Uh, we talk some NBA bubble. Uh, Jordan tries to make fun of me for my uh, uh, predictions in the NBA bubble, but uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, our top five this week, we talk about our seasonal beers, our favorite seasonal beers. Uh, our poll of the week actually tied in with uh, uh, baseball. Uh, we go through and see which of the three Indians pitchers, they could potentially trade for some uh, outfield help. Uh, Jordan talks about a couple east side breweries closing and uh, what's taking their place. And uh, then we uh, ended up with uh, shout outs. But uh, before all that, we get it started with the beer of the week. Let's do it. Welcome to Living Off the Land, the All Things Cleveland podcast, with your hosts, Jordan, Jimmy, Ryan, and Dan. Follow us on social media at the LOTL Podcast. Episode one twenty three, living off the land, and we're in. It's officially spooky season, boys. Ooh, I, I yeah, <laughs> hell yes. So two things here to oh, further put to bed. I a, oh, you don't have a Halloween nah, thing I on have the like a uh, ghost, board yet? Like, oh, fair. The closest thing I have is like this. <laughs> okay, that'll work. <laughs> so I went uh, fat heads because I don't hate this brewery, despite. Popular belief. Ryan hates it so much that his last two beers that he brought. Yeah, I I brought. I probably brought. Well, I don't think I bought two. Not not consecutively. It's definitely my this my second time bringing fatheads. Yeah, and I don't think I've doubled up on any other brewery. So clearly, I'm leading the way with fatheads. I think it's just over. I think he's overcompensating. I think that we can call you a fan of fatheads. Yeah, I don't hate it. I'm just saying it's not. Could be could be overcompensating. (laughs) Could be. So all of this talk about jury still out. I've never had it, and. I felt like I, I felt compelled. I needed to do it, so I've never had this before. So here we go. You guys have already gotten into it. How do we? Oh. How do you, you guys have all? Oh, had we've it all had it. It's, yeah. it's like Jimmy's favorite beer. It's it's me and Dan's favorite seasonal beer, probably or, or uh, well, not seasonal. I mean like pumpkin, foreshadowing. Pumpkin I don't beer. know. <laughs> pumpkin beer. <laughs> oh, that's really good. Yeah, that's, I like that. Yeah, and it's uh, and it doesn't taste as strong as it. I get it as strong as it is. Yeah, because it's nine percent. It's nine percent. So. So, um, yeah, yeah, it'll catch you asleep. And I don't mean to say that you can definitely tell it's got a higher alcohol content, but mm. I was expecting to get like punched in the mm. mouth. This, I'm just like aware of the booze in yeah, it. Yeah, you can, you can definitely um, taste the imperialness to it. I don't know if mm-hmm. that's a thing, but I think something like yeah, that. Yeah, no, the, the richness of the, yeah. like how strong it's the alcohol like, content it, I feel is. like imperial, <laughs> imperial anything, like an imperial IPA or whatever, it's a little less bite, but a little like. It's smoother. Fullness. It's smoother, yeah. but yeah, it's, it's like richer. More yeah, body, more, exactly, exactly. And this, uh, 
Uh, this is this has got a body to it, I'll tell you. Nine percent. As Ryan would say, Hell yeah. So yeah, I, uh, is there a I description went, you got? You got to read. That's what I was looking oh, for. It doesn't there's, look there's like really nothing, uh, nothing on here. No. Well, you can read the top. It says the pumpkin brew with bite. Hey now, there it is. And I tell you what. So I want to ask Jimmy how he feels about the marketing for this. Can I, art, can art, can art. art thing on. They always work the fat head guy onto all of their cans, mm-hmm. and I, I don't. And they always have a theme. Yeah, and I'm not crazy about the logo. I'm not crazy about the logo. I'll be honest. I, I like love fat heads. I like their beer more than I like their logo. Let me it put is it iconic, to you. Though. I mean, it's like, iconic uh, at this point. Let me put it this way. This is my favorite brewery in the whole city, but one of my least favorite logos. Although, like Dan said, at this point, I almost like it just because it's so ridiculous. Like, I mean, it literally, yeah. it's, it's called Fat Heads, and it literally and is a fat head. Is yeah, a big fat yeah. Head. And they stick to it. I like. I do like that they. They, for every beer, he has a different like costume. On. Yeah, like so I like love the, that. That's cool. Uh, yeah, the Christmas beers, he has. Uh, like little Santa hats yeah. and stuff. Because they have more than one Christmas beer. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, they do. Which we'll get into. Oh. Again, foreshadowing. <laughs> foreshadowing. But Jimmy, yeah, uh, let's go with the can art. And also, how about the box art? Yeah, the box is kind of cool. So I saw <coughs> a gigantic display of this at the uh, Giant Eagle in Strongsville. They are out in full force. This was brewed uh, and canned just two weeks ago. According yeah, it was to the like box. a spooky tooth castle. It was impressive. There were multiple pallets of this stuff out. And it's just a little, because it's such a high alcohol content beer, I think they're only selling, it's just four 12, uh, four 12 ounce cans. Yeah, they are, so they do that with uh, a lot of their beers, actually. So, um, I've never uh, seen a little like, what, what cube is, box uh, like that. What's the, what's the uh, IPA? From them that I love, oh, hop uh, juju, hop juju. Yeah, that's in a, that's they only sell those in four packs. I think Strange Magic is six. Uh, Pimp my sleigh is Pimp my sleigh is four. Packs. So like the ones that are like enormous in alcohol content, they sell in fours they, because yeah. they like if they were to sell six. I, I, how much was this? Uh, I think it's eleven bucks. Yeah, eleven for a four. So like yeah. if this was a six, it would probably be like sixteen bucks. 15, my dad 15, would have a heart attack if you told him that was well, eleven oh, bucks for yeah. a four pack. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. <laughs> But uh, the design, it's iconic, phenomenal. I know, I know, it's a little not attractive, but it's iconic, and it yeah. gets your attention. And you're never not going to know it's fat. Definitely heads. have brand recognition. If you're, you're never going to confuse, especially it for if you're else. from the city, you're, you're going to know. I will say what though, this this, this uh, head logo would go so much better on the box and the can. Yeah. Than the... Ooh, I kind of do like we'll, that. We'll post a photo of it later. But I, I think, I but I the think photo. that like they they want everything to be uniform. So yeah. Oh, for great. sure. But Jimmy, yeah. what do you think of the can? I love it. Yeah, phenomenal. What's the what's the what's the can art score? So this a is a different. Score. This is different. Normally you're like into more of the minimal stuff. So this is the opposite. Yeah, this is very intrinsic. Because I'll tell you why. Oh, okay. Because it's spooky. your favorite beer. Spooky season. It's mm. my favorite season, mm. oh. and it's spooky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we. I'm. I'm telling you. Like we talk about this a lot. We really have to look into a. Uh, I think this is uh, three episodes in a row. I bring this up every yeah. week. I'm gonna uh, like Levar Ball. I'm going to gonna... speak it into existence. Yes, yes. We're going to Mapleside. I don't even know if they do hay rides there, but we we'll do our own hay ride. Has anyone? This is a little off the wall, but this logo with him dressed up as a vampire. Has anyone seen Strong Bad or Homestar Runner? Yes. 
So you know Marshy the Marshmallow? Have yeah. you have you seen the, the the when he's a vampire? It reminds me of that. <laughs> I have not, but <laughs> that's a throwback. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if uh, many. I, I'm actually curious if anyone's listening to our listeners. That is, uh, act like we're what? live. Why do I we're know? Live. I feel we're live. Uh, I feel like I know the name Strong Bad, but I don't know up. why. He's like, Strong Bad. Allstarrunner.com. He's like. <laughs> yeah, I'm not he checks his emails. It's like there were these like early two thousands flash check flash animation. If Steve oh, if Steve Stefano's listening to this yeah. right now, he is like, laughing at the Checking the email. Checking the email. Jimmy's Every like, day I hope it's like, from a the, female. Jimmy's like, what the hell are you guys talking about? <laughs> Literally so have no stupid. idea. This was like early Oh yeah. Internet. It's oh, like, yeah. like <laughs> this it, is when like like, it's like I'm the oldest one here. This is when I was in it's like, like school. You, like it's like Rick and Morty ish absurdism, like before any of that was like cool like it was it was so bizarre and so weird it's like og internet humor basically hmm. and they have like all these different characters it's it's very funny it, it's a they're definitely a, a throwback but they have a character called marshy the marshmallow and in one episode they do a halloween episode and he dresses up like a vampire and he's trying to sell his own marshmallows which is bizarre because he's a marshmallow and they're called Fluffity Puff Marshmallows, and his name is Marshy. Where are we going with this? I don't know. I have no Rabbit idea. I mean, nine, nine percent I'm in, beer and Jordan's already drunk. Right. <laughs> yeah, he's he's spookified. Right By now. the way, Dan, six minutes on the dot. We're gonna clip that sound bite. The laugh from Jordan. Oh, there we go. Iconic. Ooh. That's going on the soundboard. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Other, that that kind of sounded like Roger Watts. Spot on. Hey, so I think it's fair to say all three of you definitely you have gotten this before oh, you will no, get this it has again. Come there's to, a no brainer. This has there. come to many a Halloween. What's party. the what's the what's the rating? We've been doing ratings lately. I I'm just gonna start. I'm nine point five out of ten. Wow, it's Jeez. very close to a, a pure wow. pure score for me. Nine point five. This is any this is what I want in a pumpkin beer. Jimmy's like what? Nine Follow five. that up. Yeah, <laughs> I'll give it an eight. Eight. Ooh, eight eight. That's still very high. Mm-hmm. That's up there, yeah. I so again, this is not necessarily my style of beer, but I do very much enjoy it. And I tell you what, I love Masthead. I like this more than what we drank last week too. So I'm I think I'm with you yeah, guys. I'm actually really glad you brought this this week because we just had another one. So yeah. it's cool to And that one was great. Like, oh, I'm not trying it. to I'm yeah. not knocking on that, that one. That one's actually in some ways a little bit more drinkable. Like it's, yeah. it's oh, not yeah. as powerful. It's definitely lower yeah. booze. Yeah. And it's yeah. That's just more of like a standard ale with a hint with the of pumpkin like flavor. This, like yeah. you're not gonna mistake the, the different pumpkin spices that are in this <laughs> yeah, one. No. At any rate, I'm stalling on the number because I don't know. I'm gonna say, not for lack of quality, but just simply because it's not my favorite style. Mm-hmm. This would be like a seven eight. Mm-hmm. Ooh, seven eight. Okay. Oh, and Dan, uh, I'm gonna go eight one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow, I'm the eight Russian one. judge oh, on this. Well, one. You are. You are. I was I was thinking he was gonna go ten, but pretty close. There's, Nothing's perfect. I nothing there, in this world is perfect. There's like a few there's beers that are ten out of tens, and we'll see if they ever make it to the pod. Yeah, yeah. We'll Cleveland see. beers. Yeah, there's one that's a ten out of ten. Dan Ooh. knows it. Dan knows it. Do in I? My, in my, in are my we gonna opinion. say it? Or are we gonna wait? Uh, I'll say the brewery it's from. Say it. Market Garden. Oh, oh, oh! I think you know what okay. I'm talking about. I know what he's talking yeah. about. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to get that one. putting me on the spot. We'll talk about it later. Limited beer knowledge over here. Limited beer knowledge. All right. You guys out there in listener land, tweet at us. What you, what, what Market Garden beer yeah, do you think Jordan, Jordan has as a 10? That should be a poll. Hey, <laughs> now. 
Okay. Anyways. <laughs> All right, Jimmy, let's get caught up. The beer of the week. On the ketchup. Oh, that's right. All right, here we go. Here we go. All right. All right. Very well, then. So I'm not sure how to pronounce this. Well, first of all, we've all been to Geauga Lake, correct? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or once known as Geauga yep. Lake Amusement Yo. Park. Well, a realtor, uh, Pult Homes, I don't know how to pronounce it. Pulte. Pulte Homes. There you go. Yep. Plans on building 306 new homes at the site a former Geauga Lake amusement park. Boo. So, well, it's just it's abandoned sad. right now, isn't it? Right. Like the there's a local. It could now be haunted. Stephen Lawless, who's inter- nationally famous now, he kind of started his brand by f- uh, photographing uh, the abandoned Geauga Lake, mm-hmm. and, and he started a series of Abandoned America. I don't know if that was the first one, but it was part of what kickstarted his career. He's really cool, by the way. Look him up, Stephen. I think Lawless. I've seen those before. Yeah. But yeah, kind of depressing. I, I mean, when yeah. it closed, I was pretty young. I, I, I know. I, I I still remember going there as a kid. It, it, it was a cool place. It had a good too vibe. Bad. Yeah, it, it was. It wasn't like Cedar Point or no. whatever, but like it wasn't bad. I remember they had a Batman ride. It was called like oh, and it was and it was next to Sea World. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I love. Isn't that SeaWorld crazy that they had Sea World and an amusement park? Now it's just gone. Yeah, it's yeah, just, bro. Freaking Shamu, man. Yeah, I got in trouble in fifth grade for sticking my hand in Shamu's tank. Oh, uh, do you know that Shamu is not a whale? He's what? a type you're, of porpoise. Yeah, right? the dolphins. Yeah. You're not a whale. I didn't know that. Wow, I'm not it's the only. Like, very recently, I'm not the only weird much that knows Shout out to uh, uh, animal facts. Jen, my girlfriend, <laughs> who's a massive ocean. Uh, yeah, I'm actually shocked because because uh, he's definitely not a bird. So I don't. Yeah. I'm shocked <laughs> that you knew. Um, I know a little bit of something about every animal. Let's just put it that way. Dogs. Jordan hates dogs. I surprisingly know enough about wild dogs and wolves. You didn't hear that, champ. You didn't hear that. <laughs> Anyways, moving up? on. Um, <laughs> so we were discussing this before the podcast started. There is a new Batman coming out Uh-oh. fall of 2021. Oh, yeah. uh, a trailer was released this past weekend. The film is starring Robert Pattinson. Pattinson? Whatever. Um, a lot of hype behind this. Just want to get your uh, thoughts on the movie. Or trailer. Um, Let's have Dan go first. Yeah, so I'm intrigued by the trailer. I thought the trailer was incredibly well done. Um, like I was saying before the episode, I just don't have any faith that DC is going to do anything right. Uh, DC Comics. Um, they haven't really yet, and especially with the the Batman series that they put out. I mean, I don't Ooh, think I could the latest ones. Well, I give I give him a little credit for Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman for sure. Wonder Woman, Wonder was Woman good. yeah, okay. Wonder Woman's yeah, good. Yeah, Wonder Woman's good. Uh, Suicide Squad was probably one of the worst I, movies I, ever. I think seen. I agree. I, I would say it's one of the worst. I'm sorry. I'd I say think it's one uh, of the worst Jared Leto is a horrendous Joker. Yeah, yeah that, he, that was over the top. I didn't hate. The, see, I'm such a simpleton though. Like, I don't need. I don't go into like comic movies with radically high expectations, and so I didn't hate Suicide Squad. And I I don't know if you guys just saw this is a departure from Batman, but they just released. A bunch of the like the actors and actresses in there in costume for the new Suicide Squad that'll be coming out. Did you Wait, know? there's another one. Yeah, they're oh doing it. What did the, they learn the, from the, the cast nothing, list? Is off the rails. Nathan Fillion is in it. John Cena is in it. I'll say that Idris Elba is in it. If they do it right, Suicide Squad had the potential to be an iconic movie, and they just didn't do it right, in my opinion. But that's a different discussion. Um, so I just want to throw out a couple facts from the Batman. So first of all, I personally think the trailer holds up. It, it, it pulled me in. I'm going to see this movie. Oh, I agree. And I'll probably see I, it too. Um, I just, I'm worried. I, I know a lot of people made 
Pattinson a, a punchline in the late 2000s, but I would argue since then he's really, really evolved into a phenomenal, diverse actor. I've seen him in Good Time. Uh, I've seen him in a couple other movies that, of course, I'm not remembering on the moment, but he's a, he's a great actor. He's also in a really highly regarded movie called The Lighthouse, which uh, Jimmy brought up. Um, so this The Batman comes out in 2021... October first, twenty twenty one. Is it named the Batman? It's just called the Batman. Oh, I do and like when they do so that. here is it's a reboot of the Batman film. For, I guess it's just its own thing. Pattinson is Batman. Um, it's gonna also have Zoe Kravitz as Batwoman or Catwoman. 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 There's, there's no Batwoman. There's a there is a Batgirl though, but I, yeah. but she's gonna be Catwoman. Yeah, Zoe Kravitz, great actress. Um, That's Lenny's daughter, right? Yes, I believe so. Peter Sarsgaard, John Turturro, uh, Andy Serkis. So I assume Andy Serkis is going to play some sort of creature villain of some sort. And if you, I would say, according to the trailer, it looks like the Riddler's the villain. Am I correct? That's, that's what it looks that's like. That's my understanding. Which I'm excited about that. I haven't seen a good Riddler probably since the animated. So I don't even know. Was he in the animated series? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That was probably the only good one I've ever seen. This will be a very different take on the Riddler too. Oh, Instead I think of the, it's gonna be dark. the overly cartoonish with the right. the question marks all over the costume. Uh, I expect this, him to be more like a serial killer. Of I mean, some it, sort. it definitely yeah. looks hey, very leave, dark. You leave Jim Carrey alone. Oh, don't get me started. I, again, I don't really hate that one. I don't have a lot of feelings on that one. <laughs> I I feel like Robert Pattinson gets so much shit right. for Twilight. Right. I trust me. Those are not my favorite movies. No, they're not good. But he has done a lot of work since then, and I don't think he gets a ton of respect for it. Thank you. That's what I'm so saying. So I think, on the one hand, could this turn into a very angsty emo, like angsty kind of like, like vibe that like we were talking about earlier, where maybe it, it it it's almost over the top with how dramatic, possibly. But I will say I'm I do, excited to see how I he do tries think of it. Robert Pattinson more as Cedric Diggory than I do. Oh yeah, that's a good yeah. As a, yeah, I mean as I do too. A, but that's just because I'm a Harry what Potter was he, freak. What was he in uh, uh, Twilight? Edward Color. Yeah, Edward Color. He's team, the, team he's Edward. Vampire, team Edward. Yeah. Team Jacob. Jacob. Jacob was the werewolf. All right, so yeah. here, here, I just gotta say this one last thing on Pattinson. Look up. It's on. It's on Netflix. Watch a movie called Good Time. If you've heard the movie Uncut Gems, it's. If made you watch by, it, you may just have a good time. Did I say heard? Oh, if you've heard of the movie Uncut Gems, which is very well regarded, and it's a oh, good, yeah, great Sandler movie, and, great movie. Yeah. The same people that made that their movie before that was called Good Time, and it has Pattinson in it, and it's amazing. I would just say watch that to see how diverse you can be as an actor. A couple Nerd. other things I want to put. It is. Directed by Matt Reeves. So Matt Reeves is famous for directing Cloverfield, uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, and The War for the Planet of the Apes. Those are like his big movies that he's kind of made his name with. Um, he's also co-writing it. The other writer is Peter Craig. This is where I'm a little concerned. Uh, Peter Craig, one good movie he wrote was The Town. It's an amazing Bank, like a mobster movie set in Boston. Uh, then he wrote Hunger, ja Hun Hunger James, Hunger Games, Mockingjay one and two. Ugh, not so sure about that. Uh, Twelve Strong, which was kind of just a propaganda movie. I didn't see it, but he wrote Bad Boys for Life, and uh, he was part of Top Gun Maverick, which again I haven't seen that either. So, but I don't know. 
But Matt Reeves, I think he holds up as a director. I'm excited to see what he's going to do with it. That was a little bit of a rant. So, there, so there's the Batman talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to clarify. I'm yeah. very, very I think we're excited. all, no one's going to not yeah. watch it. We're all yeah. going to go for it. It's just what expectations are I think are you right off the bat, this is looking better than the Zack Snyder garbage pile that came out. Is that the, the one with Ben Affleck? Yeah, and I'm not even saying Ben Affleck was a bad Batman, but those movies were awful. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Like Batman vs. Superman? Yeah, and the, the Justice League. Oh, oh God. Lord, that was just... What was that? Was that even a... <laughs> it didn't even feel like a movie. It just felt like a, like clips. Like, <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm saying. Like, based on, based on how the trailer looked, and, you know, directors and people making movies can make trailers look however they want. That's but, true, too. Um, that's going to bring me... To well, I don't know when we're going to be going to theaters again, but true. Um, Hopefully, from a year from now. But. Oh yeah, but uh, that'll that'll at least get me into the door. If it wasn't for the trailer, sure. I'd be like, nah, sure. it's going to be another crappy. I get that. Batman. Yeah, no, that's but fair. I mean, you're right. I DC, do have my reservations. You're right. DC in recent years has been atrocious. Yeah. If there, it wasn't for the Nolan series, I don't know how many. And yeah. wonder, which well, again, which again, I don't, I don't attribute that to like a success for like DC because like, that is all Nolan. It's all Nolan. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's 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 the casting. It's the way he directs the films. It's you know, it's all him. Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah. Okay. Moving on. I'm sure Jordan will like this one as well, since. Two weeks ago, we uh, had a bit of a bird rant. Oh, boy. A brown pelican was uh, seen in the metro parks. No way. In, uh, first time in seven years. Wow. I don't know yeah. what that means. It's, it's a big deal, apparently, the a brown among bird. the bird community. Probably a storm happened and pushed it exactly out. That's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. woke up, like, where the hell am I? We don't, we don't have brown pelicans in So I guess the first time. Uh, we the have fir- pelicans? I don't even think we have any pelicans in, in Ohio. That's so, more of an eastern coast thing. Yep. So yeah. they're pretty much found around the eastern coast, yeah. Gulf Coast. Well, so, of course, so, the it's, Gulf coast. so its beak is mm-hmm. brown. Yeah, there's two types of pelicans in the U.S. But they, they live in, like you said, Gulf Coast, Florida, Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, all those areas, and then east coast as well. Yeah, I wonder if maybe the hurricane blew it up here. That's know. what they were saying, oh, a big thunderstorm or big storm. The one that hit a couple, like three or four weeks ago on yeah. the east coast. Probably. So we're supposed to get hit by two hurricanes well, right now in the Gulf, down yeah. in the Gulf this yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. So if you're a big bird enthusiast like the guy sitting to the right of me, go to Wendy Park. I guess that's where it's been seen. I cool. Had fi- I had to figure out my directions at first. I'm sitting across from you guys. I'm like, <laughs> I almost said, "Wait, that's left," and then you'd have been like, "No, shut the hell up." <laughs> Too much ass. spooky tooth. Yeah, right. But anyways, so Jordan, you gonna go see this thing or what? Uh, I've seen many a pelican in my so life. So no. So no. <laughs> All right, it's well. cool that they're over here. Second time in how many years? So which one? So which one is it? Is it Zion? Is it? Uh, <laughs> is it Lonzo? It's it's the soul. It's got Zion's soul. Wah, Cue the cricket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait wait wait! Um, I got I got it! I got it! I got it! I got it! Guess what? He missed. He missed. <laughs> I'll do that to myself. I guess. There you go. Yeah. So there you go, boys. Huh. It's definitely up. not Anthony Davis. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Jimmy's like, all right, shut up. <laughs> all right. Was that the Moving catch on. Up? That's that, the that catch was up. A, okay. Sorry, not a very cool. good ending, but you know. No, those those are good catch-ups. Catch-ups. Jimmy, they were good catch-ups. <laughs> good catch-ups. <laughs> catch-ups. Good catch-up. All right, what do we do next? 
And that's the episode. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, follow week. us on social media. Uh, oh, yeah. Our uh, little hobby segment. Hey. Hobby Lot. The Hobby. The LTL the Hobby, hobby, hobby Lobby. lobby. <laughs> that's yeah. what we should call it. The Hobby Lobby. Hey, Hobby Lobby, if you want to sponsor us out there. I know politically we might not be. It might be a little weird but for some of us here. But oh, man. Is, that, is that Hobby Lobby? Is that, that company, right? I think so. I'm not sure. Honestly, that's like, I don't that's keep, like I don't keep right up wing. with I don't keep up with boycotts. <coughs> I believe so. Yes. Anyway, I think so. I think so. I think so. That that was that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. All right. The Hobby Lobby. So, what's your hobby? All right. So, we talked about um, this segment's purpose is to talk about things that we can still do during, and this is like during the height of the pandemic. So, things that we can still do that weren't shut down. Um, things that we don't rely on you know the i quote unquote the economy like when it was shut down we could still do it um so for me uh this is something that i've done since i was and this is going to be a little like not emotional for me but because i i did this with i got into doing this with my grandfather who just passed away uh, a couple months or a month ago and uh it's me playing golf wow yeah um so I, I started playing golf when I was about twelve years old, um, with my grandfather. He was just getting into his seventies, so he could still go out and play. Um, he he played his whole life, um, and uh, what's really I mean not cool that he passed, but what's cool is uh, he left me some like cool golf stuff, um, like after he passed, like yeah, yeah so like different books from different um, golf teachers that he followed and all that stuff. So, um, but yeah, so I started golfing when I was 12 years old and uh, remember playing with him when I was 12. He taught me how to golf, taught me how to hold a club, taught me my stance, taught me how to swing. Um, The first time I was actually able to get the ball up in the air uh, swing, I was golfing with him. How old were you? I was 12 or 13. Okay, and when we first start playing golf, you have no idea what you're doing. So most it of the probably time, takes most of the time you're topping the ball and you're hitting it along the ground. And mm. you know, the first time I we went out golfing, the first hole, like if we were actually scoring it, I probably would have gotten a twenty, mm. just because I was hitting it fifteen yards at a time. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, and that's just it was a. Uh, it's funny. It skipped a generation because I'm I'm pretty sure, and he's he listens to almost every episode. But uh, shout out to my dad, but. My dad's probably the worst golfer alive. <laughs> He's absolutely rough. Guarantee you, since I've never played, that I could probably. Well, maybe because my dad's actually played, but uh, yeah, he uh, it, it 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 skipped a generation. It went to me and my cousin Ryan, uh, who really got into it. Really, yeah. uh, played a lot. So, I um, I've played probably pretty much any public course on the west side. I've I've. I've played. What uh, what would you say is the draw that you have towards? Because you obviously like it. I'm sure some of it is that it's kind of that aspect where someone of influence in your life got you into something. But what would you say pulls you in? Like what what keeps you playing golf? I mean, I I don't play as much now. Um, like the last few years, I've only gone out a couple times. There was there were summers where I would go out once or twice a week. Okay, and play yeah. which. 
when I had less bills and less responsibility, it was easier to do because sure. golf is expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, now it's just like I get out for the relaxation. You know, you can especially like if I go with my brothers or if I go with a couple of buddies, it's it's an opportunity to to like get away and you know have a couple drinks. If we have cigars, smoke a cigar, just relax um, more than anything. Um, it's also frustrating because golf is one of the most humbling games that you could ever play. Uh, it's a very precise sport, right? Yeah, like, It absolutely. comes down to like I mean, you're precision. You're trying to hit a basically inch, inch and a half in diameter ball into a like three inch in diameter hole from 500 yards away, mm-hmm. and do it in like four shots. Yeah, what's like a what's like an average amount of shots to do that? Like so, four or well, depending on the distance of the hole, it's either par three, par four, par five. Gotcha. There are some courses that actually have a par six. I think there's a couple in Ohio, mm-hmm. um, but uh, uh, but yeah. So, uh, but but yeah, like any any course on the west side uh, or on the south side of like northeast Ohio area, I've pretty much played. That's a public course. Um, I haven't played many country clubs just because I'm, you know, yeah, middle class kid. That no, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't belong Do you have to. a favorite course? I would say probably the course I've played the most growing up was Valley Air. It's in Hinkley. Okay. Um, another one that I played a lot was Royal Crest. That's in Columbia Station, uh, right by Strongsville. Um, probably, shout out. Yeah, shout out Strongsville, the Ville. Um, probably... Uh, well, there's a course like right across the street from Royal Crest that we played that was called Hickory Nut. We called it the Fabulous Nut. <laughs> yes. Hey, now. Um, hey. There was a course called Emerald Woods that we called Emerald Weeds. Okay. That was right next to uh, Royal Crest that uh, is no longer there. And they're actually, I think, putting housing developments on top of the course. Oh, um, okay. But probably my favorite, and I never really got to play it because it was so expensive, even as a private course, was Pine Hills, which is also in oh. Hinkley, right by Strongsville. Yeah, okay. Um, so that was my, my favorite. But, like, first getting into it was, like, the ability to, like, do stuff with my grandpa. That's yeah. what, like, got me yeah. into it mm-hmm. um, and hang out with him. And then, you know, now it's with my – it's something to do with my brothers. Like I said, my dad doesn't play, so it's not really something to do with him. Even if we were to ask him to go – Mostly. Not really a golf guy. Because, yeah. you know, he, he gets competitive and he gets frustrated. And if he sucks sure. at something, he doesn't want to do it. I get that. Um, but, uh, and I'm the same way. Yeah, I, I would I, I would say I'm the same way. So, which yeah. is one reason Especially why when I've you're been, spending money to do yeah, something. Which you is, suck at it, you're not going to want to Which is one reason why I'm hesitant to ever try golf. I will one day, but, like. Tell you, dude, we need speaking, to go to Golf. Speaking of trying, yeah, Top Golf, definitely. Yeah. Uh, but what would you say for someone who's interested in starting golf or trying it out? Like, is there is there rentals available or, or is there a method to get started that's affordable? Like, what would you what would you say? I mean, I would say uh, go go to a driving range and just hit balls. Oh, okay, yeah, um, get used to the yeah the process. Eight, of eight ten eight ten dollars a bucket of balls just mm-hmm. hit balls for a while. Just get used to um, it. And then, really, to be honest with you, it's. Unless you're really looking to get into it and really looking to spend some money, like to get lessons, I would say honestly, just like, like if you wanted to do it, just like say, hey, I want to go golfing, and we'll just go golfing. Like honestly, sure. it's just just go out and do it. Maybe find a friend who does it already. Right, just yeah. go out and do it. 
Like, unless you're willing to spend the money and get lessons, which is what I would, mm-hmm. which is what I would really recommend. But not everybody's like, like that into it to where like, oh, I want to go get some lessons. Sure. Um, and it's all, and, and like and yeah, like anything else with golf, it's it's sometimes it's cost prohibitive. Like, like yeah, I want to play golf, but I don't want to play golf that much where I'm spending a hundred dollars a session to get golf lessons. Sure. Right. I never got golf lessons growing up. Um, I'm not that good. I'm especially not good now because I just don't play very yeah, much play anymore. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I, um, I love it. Um, a lot oh, of my, cool. a lot of my best friends from high school played. So mm-hmm. that was another thing. Like we would just call each other up on a Saturday morning or whatever. It's like, let's go golfing. Awesome. Do you have a favorite pro golfer? Well, growing, so growing up, um, like everybody else, especially that's my age that mm got into it growing up it's t- I'm tiger, tiger yeah yeah there was a point in time where be- it was like that that syndrome where you win too much mm-hmm. that you start hating the person right yep. um so at that point i, I gravitated towards phil lefty nick, nick mickelson mickelson or whatever yeah. okay yeah um but like now just because he's making his comeback and everything you know you want to see tiger you yeah, see yeah, tiger yeah. play like if you're gonna yeah. sit down and watch a tournament like I contend, and everybody calls me crazy. I think Master Sunday is one of the best sporting events of the year. I remember you were telling me that the back nine of Master Sunday is some of the best sports TV you'll ever see, even if it's not the main guys. But uh, you know, and like everything else this year, everything got thrown into whack. Yeah, so, but, like they haven't even played the Masters yet. The Masters is supposed to be in April. Yeah, it got booted to what November? I think they're playing in November. But uh, but yeah. Well, awesome, cool. Thanks, Dan. Thanks. Um, so, anything else you want to add about the golfing, or we all? No, just uh, hey, if you're that. out there, go golfing. It's another hobby that but you I, can. But do. I really want to. I really want to go top golf for sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that too is another hot as another. I've thing never been that you so. can do during the pandemic, and is probably not affected too negatively. And you can even even do it in the wintertime because they have heated bays, which I which gonna, I would imagine would be really cool, like after yeah. the snow. Yeah, like shoot golf balls in the snow. That'd be kind of fun. But. Yeah. Cool. Good stuff. All right, Jimmy, you're up next week, so. We Think better, of can't better. be MMA. Oh. Yeah, it can't be MMA. <laughs> it can't be basketball. It can't be. Why are you telling him what his hobby is? talking about sports, huh? But golf is like one of those. It's like it. Fits I already know. I, I think I already know what his is going to be. I don't even know what mine's going to be. <laughs> Oh, no clue. Wow. Gonna, well, I'm not gonna say. It we'll figure then, it out. Then if it's gonna be it. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll let them. We'll let them yeah. figure it out. So I'm looking forward to it. I've enjoyed this series so far. So. Yeah. Cool, cool. Let's if do I say it. Cool, one more time. Yeah. I am kicked what, off what this is the matter podcast. Cool, Jordan. What <laughs> is the literal matter with you? All right. That, that well, sticking to some sports. Uh, sports. Baseball. Dan and baseball. Ryan have a lot to talk about with the Indians. Yeah. Um, and a lot of developments just happened today, actually. Yeah. Uh, Things ooh. are going poorly. Yeah. Well, Rap- speaking, rapidly. Speaking of the Indians, they are winning 3-2 to two right now. Oh, are they? Six. They were losing the last time I looked. Nice. Yeah, they where where are they at now? Sixth inning? Sixth, bottom of the sixth, yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, let's see what happened. Uh, Frankie hit a home run. Two-run home run in the sixth inning, so... Just, okay. It just happened. Attaboy Frankie. Yeah. So we were talking about, you know, what tribe updates we have, and most of it is, is really centered around pitching and possible trades. So 
we know the debacle that was uh, Plesak and Clevenger being uh, foolish out in Chicago and uh, the subsequent fallout of that and them getting demoted, so on and so forth, and then bringing up Trist, uh, Tristan McKenzie, who had a hell of an outing the other yeah. day. He, uh, one of my favorite stats that I'm sure you guys probably saw in some at some point was his first strikeout was Miguel Cabrera, who I believe oh, yeah, uh, yeah. he was oh, Tristan he was, was five, yeah, five. when Miggy hit the big leagues, which is crazy. just bananas. And the fact that he struck him out is 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 uh, pretty the fact awesome. That he has no muscle mass. Either. He's <laughs> the skinniest person I've ever seen, and he that, throws the ball ninety seven. That man is that, that's s- not supposed to happen. Galator. I don't understand the physics of how He's this like man works. He's like six four, like one hundred and fifty pounds. It's unbelievable. But he, he throws straight fire. He threw. He had ten strikeouts. He get, and I tell you what, he threw up a, a, a fairly early with fourth inning, maybe home run, recovered immediately. Ten strikeouts in his outing. It's t- um, tied for second most among yeah. uh, Indian starters uh, in their debut game. So Tristan looked fantastic. So there's been a couple talks about did we bring him up to showcase him for a possible trade because we need a bat. Or did we bring him up because the intent is to trade Clevenger and or Plesak or keep them down the whole year? It's all rumors at this point. Allegedly, the Yankees have come calling. Don't know what the status of that is. But we did just hear earlier today that Clevenger's coming back up and Plesak at the moment is staying down. And yeah, it was interesting, too, the way uh, Antonetti yeah. uh, mentioned it. He basically said he told Plesak that there are no opportunities for him at the major league level right now. Which is crazy considering what Plesak's ERA and WIP yeah. are right now. Right. I, I believe team leading, yeah. borderline league leading. Now, granted, you, so small what you, sample size. What do you size. think the cause of that is? Because I, I was understanding Clevenger was getting more flack from his teammates. Or do you think it was that Insta video or something? Well, like, I, don't think, I don't on? think the Instagram video helped him very much. No, I don't think so at all. Um, and I think and I think maybe that should have kind of clued us into maybe, you know, originally we thought that it was Clevenger that wasn't as contrite um, once they found out that he was, you know, out, whatever, um, that maybe maybe it was, in fact, Plesak who was like, just not getting You know, he's the yeah, – so yeah. Clevenger's 29. Like, he's he's a – like, Plesak's still a young kid. Like, I mean, he's an adult. He's a full-fledged adult. He's a 24-year-old Major League Baseball player. Mm-hmm. Like, he's still the younger of the two, and it's probably still in that mindset of, like, hey, you know, any chance I get, I want to – and and it was his friends that they were – that he was out with in Chicago and like so who knows it, it might have been him but i i like to think that the 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 phrasing of Antonetti saying there's no opportunity for you right now was <clears throat> i think a little bit telling i i expect the indians to make a trade 100% and and i expect them to make a trade out of a position of strength mm-hmm. which right now if you keep mckenzie up they have if you keep McKenzie up and you and you count Clevenger and Plesac, they have seven starters. Yeah, like they're it's our, just not going. Our, and, our and, pitching and situation count, is absurd. And I count Plutko in there. Like he's he's had he's been iffy the last few. He's starts. not looked strong the past no. couple outings. But uh, but yeah, I, I think it could be a situation where you know maybe they trade Clevenger and then please okay here's the opportunity now to come because because they're not they're not going to trade Clevenger for a pitcher they're trading oh, or no. or any of or any of those three guys so i think those are the three guys um they're trading them to for bats and hopefully young bats that are controllable and hopefully young bats that are controllable that are in the outfield um yeah our outfield so, is a, a disaster yeah and uh we need all the offensive help we can get i mean it's it's been such a shame. I mean, Savali the other night 
He gave up a couple. He gave up three runs. You can't as a starting pitcher. So frustrating. You can't fear giving up two or three runs. That's how yeah. th- this happens at the major league level. It, when he gave up that home run, when it to to make it three to one, I'm like, game's over. They're not yeah. gonna score three runs. Which is just so obscene because we have such good pitching talent from top to bottom. Like I, I don't think like moderate Cleveland fans understand the the level of pitching that we have right now. Right. It is truly bananas, and so. We have to be able to score more than three runs a game. It's just, it, it has to. If, if you want to be taken seriously as a competitive threat in this league, you have to be able to score more than two or three runs a game. You, yeah. you can't put that burden on your pitching uh, staff, whether it be rotation and or uh, bullpen. Right. It just doesn't work like that. So, you know, the Yankees are a popular one because they've got more money than anybody on earth. And they love to throw money around and make trades because they're constantly thinking that they have the opportunity to compete. Um, I, I don't really care. I, I would prefer to send whoever we send to the National League so we don't likely have to see them in the playoffs. But at the end of the day, if it helps us with a, a bat or two, and like yeah. you said, somebody young, somebody controllable, because that's the thing. That's another layer to, that's interesting about bringing Clevenger up. If we kept him down for four more games, this year would not count towards uh, free agency. Right. And that's a whole other can of worms. So perhaps this right. was like an act of good faith on the Indians to say, hey, we're not gonna we're not going to hold you down. But like you need to keep your shit together, and you need to ball out. Yeah, because I think also I, I think also you probably get into the case of grievances being filed and and stuff like that on the on the point of uh, Clevenger and probably the players' association. Right. Well, yeah, um, they, they would go to bat for him because they have to. Oh, for sure. But it, to be fair, I think the Indians actually have a strong case because if he was detri- if he was doing something that was detrimental to the clubhouse, detrimental right. to the team. Right. But know, it, but I, also at the, like I agree with that. But at, at the same time, when when they got. Uh, when they got optioned to the alternate site, Chris Antonetti said this isn't a punitive thing. So it's like, okay, well, like you're lying. Yeah, but nobody. Yeah, who who believes that? But who, who takes two of the? Best but I'm, but, I'm, in but I'm saying like, but I'm yeah. saying like, if if you're the PA or you're Clevenger and you're filing a grievance, you have him on on record saying it wasn't a punitive thing. So why point. am I down there? Yeah. Right. So it's like, okay, so yeah. so what are you doing? You're just trying to send me down there so I don't pitch enough so where I don't get a – and it w- I wouldn't put it past the Indians to do that, knowing how cheap oh, they are. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. So, it very um, well could be what they're doing with Plesak right now because he's, yeah. got, he's got more time because he's a younger right, player. So. Right, Like, Clevenger's going to be going into arbitration. Like, that's that's his next step. It's mm-hmm. the next, like, three years of his arbitration. And baseball's so weird that um, essentially they allow a judge to determine how much your salary is. For like three years before you become a free agent, but I do want to get back to um, this is actually our poll question. Um, we talk about which which pitcher do you think is more most likely to get traded by the Indians? Because I think we can all assume that if the Indians make a trade, it's going to involve trading trading a pitch. It's gonna like anything else, you're going to try and trade from a position of strength to address a position of weakness. So. You know, I don't think the Indians are trading Jose Ramirez to try and get outfield help. They're right, right. They're, they're going to trade a starting pitcher because starting pitcher is the name of the game, so they can get the most for him. Um, and the Yankees, like you said, the Yankees is the team that's that's been you know they're looking for starting pitching help. I've heard Boston is is also sniffing around. Um, I haven't specifically heard the Indians, but um, you know, I mean, what what team has a starting pitcher on the on the market? That's as good as Mike Clevenger or or, Plesak. or 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 a prospect like McKenzie, like nobody. Um, but uh, 
I, I do want to specifically look at the Yankees because I think the most notable uh, package would probably center around Clint Frazier, which is interesting because bringing him back. you're bringing back Clint Frazier, which I – when we got Andrew Miller for him, it wasn't it kind of like we told the Yankees you can have Frazier or Zimmer, you guys pick? Yeah. And they picked Frazier, and I was mm-hmm. kind of upset when they did. Me too. Because I would have rather not, – not that – Zimmer had a lot of potential before he got all his injuries. Yeah, but I liked. I I don't know if it was the, if it was the flowing red hair, the uh, carrot top looking red hair. Mm-hmm. He's a big sneaker guy. Like he plays in Jordan cleats in baseball. Like, not a lot of players do that. Jeter stuff. Yeah. Oh. He's been. Well, I tell you, he's been. He's had, he's had some issues too between a couple injuries and the Yankees having such a stacked outfield that he's hardly That's played. Thing. Right. He hasn't played a right. whole lot. Like so. he would. He would be the Indians' best outfielder. That could be a mutually beneficial trade situation yeah. where we talk about we send Clevenger uh, for Clint and Cash or Clint and a prospect. Well, I. I mean, for Clevenger, I, I don't think you have to stop there. I mean, I. I was listening to the radio today. And uh, just doing a little research on my own is Clint Frazier, and then they have this uh, infield guy who's pl- who two years ago played 150 games for him, Miguel Andujar. I know the name. I don't know. He played 150 games for them at third base two year in 2018. He hit 27 home runs, drove in 92 RBIs, and hit 300. Last year, I Good. think last year I think he was injured most of the year. He only played in 12 games, mm-hmm. and then this year because of the emergence of. Uh, uh, who's the guy that plays third base for them that used to play for us? Urshela. Yes. Gio Urshela. Who came out of nowhere, by the yeah. way. Where, where, like, where did that come he from? He popped off <laughs> last year. Talk about being pissed off about something. Oh, my God. Urshela, Urshela might be the best th- defensive third baseman yeah, in baseball. And he was like that with the Indians. He could just never hit. I remember yeah. I remember when he would play. Never hit. he would play, you were always felt good when it was y'all pitching, but – Man, he, what was he doing? Like one, he could one, like never hit or something. That's the thing that kills him about this, the Indian team right now, though. Is the the, the team batting average? It, if it's in the two hundreds, it is not by much. I mean, we, it is, yeah, nuts. I so oh, yeah, the Indians uh, team average is two thirteen. Yeah, it's spectacular. It's uh, not going to win you a lot of games. Thir- it's the, the the amazing thing is there are two teams in Major League Baseball that are worse than that. That's nuts. I don't know who they are, but well, I mean, I we talked about it a couple weeks ago. I think it, w- it might have been when Hannah was on. We had the best team ERA in baseball and the worst team batting average in baseball at that one particular point Weird in time. Combo. It's yeah, it's just a tale of two cities. It's 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 absurd. So yeah, so I guess if you had to pick, if mm-hmm. we're gonna if we know that we're gonna make a trade, because I, I feel really good that we can make that claim. Sure. Of the three, who who do you maybe not necessarily think they'll send? Who do you want to send? Yeah, so that was uh, that was actually our poll question this week. Um, was uh, uh, sorry, I'm blanking. Um, oh, it was which, you know, which no, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which which one? Which one would you be willing to include in the trade? Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, between Clevenger, Plesac, and McKenzie, I'm okay. I'm. I know this is Twitter, so I'm not really shocked. But the can we stop with the recency bias with Tristan McKenzie. The guy's pitched one game. And everyone's like, no, we can't trade him. <laughs> he pitched one game. Right. I know it was a great one game. <laughs> that's actually really but good. But it's like, come on. <laughs> no, I hear you. My, my thought is this. But that's how Twitter works. No, I know. It's, it's all yeah, it like, is, yeah, it re, yeah, recent, you know. I'm thinking 
from a dollars and cents standpoint as a GM, I'm thinking about oh sure, knowing that the rest of the rotation is strong and knowing that Tristan has potential. Do you want to have a young, controllable arm for a long period of time, or do you want to do the arbitration dance with Clevenger for the next couple of years, or apparently there's some kind of attitude or beef with Plesak? What's the most likely situation? So I yeah. voted I voted for Clevenger, and then that I, I put that vote in before I saw Antonetti's statements on Plesak, and I think that would be enough to make me pause and say, you know what, maybe Plesak's actually more of a problem than I realize. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should send him. Yeah, Tristan, I agree. Let's not anoint him like the next Cy Young prospect because mm-hmm. he's not even the number one prospect in our farm system. He was the number nine prospect on the team. Right. Now, he, I don't know where he stood amongst pitchers. Yeah, so but he, he, uh, I've heard of his name for like four years. Oh, yeah. He was I've a, been he, waiting. I've been waiting. Every spring training, they talk about this kid, and then he never makes the opening day roster. Last and I'm year always was like, to be the year, but he got hurt. Yeah, and then it was always like he has incredible stuff, but he, he's wild. Like, he can't, right. can't control anything. He did he, was, he did do pretty well in his first start. But, oh, yeah. again, it's one start. Like I just can't get over those arms. I've never seen <laughs> so body, I've dude. never seen so much, like, flowing jersey on a man in, in baseball before. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I went back and forth on this so much. Um, I, I'll, I'll be the first to admit, Mike Clevenger's not the best guy. No, <laughs> I mean you don't have to. You don't have to search the internet too far to. Uh, well, who's got more promise though? Do you think, like in the long term, like Plesac? I'll say, I'll say I this: like Plesac seems. Clevenger is the run. most. Clevenger is the most proven, oh, by true. far. True. Like he's pitched playoff games for the Indians. Um, Plesac, I think, it's weird to say this about a pitcher. He's the most athletic, um, and I think he has I, all three of these guys have potential ace stuff. Like they're all. Potentially very good uh, pitchers. So I don't know. I went back and forth on this. I think if I'm if I'm thinking about it from an from a ownership perspective, which I really don't want to because it's not my money. I don't care. So like, mm-hmm. whatever. I would probably trade Clevenger. Um, I also think you can probably get the most for Clevenger. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Um, especially from a team like the Yankees, because Just the Yankees are looking for a proven top tier level starter. They're trying to make a run. They have the most tape on Clevenger. He's the most established. That's the thing is it's how risky do you want to get? Because Tristan right now, right. for as excited as everyone seems to be, he could also fall apart and be a bust between getting hurt and everyone you know, once you get it's like once you get a couple couple games with the tape on a guy, maybe you figure out he tips the sure. signs or whatever. So I think that you're right. We we get the most in return for Clev. Also, there's a part of me that thinks it's hilarious the idea of him going to the Yankees where he'd have to shave and cut his hair. So <laughs> that has nothing to do with baseball. But the Yankees have a very is, strict uniform policy, yeah. including hair and beards. No, he would be livid. He yeah. would. He, oh yeah. He would be devastated. Yeah. How is that rule still in place? By the way, I, it's just what so they, it's what they do. The Yankees, man. Like any workplace can like, like if like oh, a job could tell you you can't grow a beard. Like that's you know. Yeah, I mean it's their prerogative. I, I think it's I think it's outdated as all hell. But it, it's, sure. it's it's what they I'm do. I'm not gonna lie. Of all the things that annoy me about the Yankees, that's probably the least. Yeah. I actually kind of <laughs> respect that. I kind of I mean, like. It. I don't. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I think, think it's cool. They may make it forces dudes to have mustaches. Yeah, yeah. The only facial hair you're allowed yeah, to have I'm, is a mustache. I'm pro mustache. Yeah. So yeah. you're allowed to have a mustache, 
And I think you have to, your hair has to be like, uh, I think your hair is acceptable. Oh, would mine get away with it? I, think I figured that would even be too long. Because Garrett Cole's hair is like your yeah, little that's fluffy. that's true. A little fluff. I think it's like, it's like shoulder and above. Like, it can't mm. be like. It, it can't, can't be Clevenger's. But. Well, yeah. No, Clevenger, <laughs> Clevenger, yeah. yeah. Clevenger looks like freaking that? Rapunzel. Who's right. that red-haired dude from the Dodgers or something? Oh, Dustin May. Don't get me started on him because we could have had him in the offseason for Frankie. Yeah. Oh, that Did, was that, that a, was that a thing? Oh yeah, that was that was we one of the packages they were talking about. Mm. That guy throws a ninety nine mile an hour cut fastball. Yeah, I know. That guy's that he will be the best pitcher in baseball. I can see he it. is absolutely insane. He's another guy like Tristan McKenzie almost, who's real. Th- I don't understand how. I don't understand the physics behind these guys it throwing sense. throwing a baseball like that. It's got to be similar to what Jordan did to the NBA because like no one understood why Jordan's body was the way it was but it was uh tim grover was his he revolutionized the nba steroids no 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 this is the exact opposite uh where the emphasis wasn't on muscle definition and muscle mass as much as it was fast twitch muscles and stuff so but he was so strong as hell like it had it didn't mean jordan wasn't strong i have to imagine it's got to be some modern development in like yeah i don't some workout they're doing no no idea. idea I, hey, whatever the Indians doing, whatever the Indians are doing with pitching, just keep doing yeah, it, keep it because yeah. they are the pitching factory. What is going on with Giggles McGee's over here? Like, what sorry. are you guys giggling I about? The, I can't say it over here because it's very offensive. But I, <laughs> Kendrick Perkins tweeted one of the funniest things I've seen. In <laughs> Kendrick <a long> Perkins, <laughs> I, I, you know, I go back and forth between side sidebar on this. I go back and forth with Kendrick Perkins between laughing and just wanting to call him out for the moron he is. Yeah, I don't. I don't know That's how much funny. I believe or care for his. Don't taste. get me started on Paul Pierce. Well, he's the worst. Paul Pierce, is he a is. Goof. He's <laughs> one. Like I, he shit his pants. I, I, I leave it he, at that. Let's leave I, it at that. I say this is a guy who actually likes him as a player. No, I but don't. He's a goof. No, I didn't like, even like him as a player. Douchebag. I just he's the biggest LeBron hater, and it's because it's his daddy. LeBron is right. Paul Pierce's yeah, father. LeBron did. And yeah, LeBron he's just did, uh, salty as hell, and he town. cannot handle yeah. it. Not the point. We started talking about baseball. Now we're yeah. talking about yeah. Paul right. Pierce so shitting his pants. What else do we need to say about baseball? Well, I don't think any of us actually actually said who like oh. answered the poll question. So my thought is we this. kept we kept dancing around it because I don't know if any of us really I voted. have a firm. What did you vote? I think I voted Clevenger. Okay, but that was before I heard the please act. What did Jimmy vote? He's shaking I, his head over there, giggles. You no. think I voted? Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I not for this one. I know yeah. nothing. I think Clevenger. This is guy. The, this guy knows as much about baseball as Charles Barkley does predicting NBA series, <laughs> playoff series, and Dan. Which that's too? yeah. That that's coming from uh, me that, because that's coming next, I'm right? not looking very good right now. <laughs> right. Uh, I, it would I be I a disservice. Say, I gotta say, a little positive went your way a few minutes ago. So yeah. what does that mean? Uh, one of your major predictions could have been over already. Oh, the Nuggets won? They did win. Nice. So there we go. Let's back go. They're They're rich and creamy Nuggets. We'll, we'll come oh back God. to that in a second. But. At any rate, I voted Clevenger as what I think will happen. But if I had it my way, if Plesak is possibly as toxic as Antonetti is flirting with or alluding to, then I would say keep Clev, deal with arbitration, and send Plesak. Yeah, I think to me it's more immaturity with police acting than it is yeah. uh, toxicity. I don't, I don't know that he's necessarily toxic. I think he's just, he's just a yeah. And to me, those are, those are my words. That's I mean, right, I right, right. No idea right. what Antonetti yeah. actually was, and none of us really know. Right. Yeah. But um, yeah, I um, I think I w- I would choose Clavenger too, um, just because I think we can get the best, the most in return for him. 
Now, I'll tell you what. If somebody... And knowing the Indians' ownership, that's probably what they're thinking too because they're looking at it as, okay, out of these three pitchers, we're going to have to pay probably Mike Clevenger over $10 million next year in arbitration. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, and that, that seems to make a lot of sense. Now, on the flip side, if Tristan uh, yields an offer that is just too good to pass up, I would say let's go for it. Just at the end of the day, um, sure, we have a ton of talent, at, at, you know, in not just at the major league level, but clearly in the farm system. Uh, if we have to eat one and send a, a strong prospect somewhere for a couple bats, you know, if we get two MLB starting level uh, bats in the outfield. S- similar, similar to what we did last year with Bauer, we got Reyes yeah. and Puig. Yeah. Which, by the way, with the state of our outfield, oh Puig is a free agent. Makes no Why sense. Was he was he that bad in the clubhouse? I have no idea. I have no idea. I know there are reports out there that Tito didn't like him, but like well, I don't Puig care. Is, he can hit baseballs. Is, I, and I Tito's understand. not even there right now. Yeah. Let, I mean, <laughs> let's just be right. I mean, that's, that's I'm not that's trying to. You know, I love Tito. I have a, so much respect for him, but yeah, there's he's not really there. Something's wrong with his health. Oh, something's very wrong with his health. Yeah. So all right, we need to move on to the next topic. Um, I feel like we'll be here for a few minutes. Yes. Um, so to the NFL, four to two Indians now. There we go. Look out, oh, we're barn burner. So to the NFL, the Browns. It, we're basically three weeks out from opening day, or uh, whatever. They we call were it. three weeks out on Sunday. Yeah. So that's nuts. That's cool, and that's actually the first real game, right? Because or no, no, no preseason. They're doing two One. preseason. No, there's no preseason games. So it is the first. None. Well. The first, yeah, yeah, it's yeah the first time I mean, they will play because because usually they're like, oh, we're well, Kansas City and Houston play on that Thursday night. Right, that's the first. That's first the game. first game, right? But I mean, like normally, it, yes, the, the first game is a yes. preseason game. Right. So, yeah, that's cool. Uh, what, Dan? Do you want to update us? We got some stuff about injuries and possible uh, oh, signings gosh. to talk about. But do you want to update us on the fan situation with the Browns? Uh, I know they said for the first two games, no tailgating's allowed. No, I don't think there's going to be tailgating oh, the whole year. Oh, I don't think or in general. Okay. City of Cleveland banned tailgating the whole year. Oh, okay. I, I, didn't think. Catch, yeah. I guess I didn't catch that. Um, the, the Browns have not announced yet uh, about week one. I know a lot of NFL teams are starting to say, hey, the first two weeks or three weeks, first two or three home games, we're not going to have fans, and then we'll reevaluate. Um, the Browns are trying like hell to get – fans in the stadium and they're being helped because the governor allowed i think up to 15 percent mm-hmm. of uh which well, for first energy stadium is about ten thousand. about ten thousand. yeah there's already some teams that have announced they have fa- they have uh fans allowed well the yeah well there's dallas i you know whatever oh yeah miami no miami there's a couple oh, really yeah. they said they can have 15 percent yeah yeah that like seems that. to that seems to be the uh um so about the amount of fans they usually have yeah but uh, <laughs> Oh, for Miami? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, though. With two are there now. They might, they might well, in the beginning more. of the NFL is always jam-packed. It doesn't matter yeah, who the team sure, is. Sure, yeah. Like, that's, yeah that's, but nobody um, cares. No, nobody, that's, nobody that's from Miami like cares about Miami sports. Somebody tr- not transients. It's all about plastic they, surgery and blood. What they, no, not transients. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Not transients. What do they call it when you... Transplants? When, transplants. That's why. <laughs> Giggles over there. Giggles McGee. I'll show you that tweet later, by the way. What a one-liner. <laughs> Is that not true, South Beach? I've played I've played uh, GTA Vice City. Oh, yeah, I know what it's about. Yeah. It's all about plastic I surgery forgot. and blow. That's, I, for, I, only, Don't forget I forgot. I forgot. All that, too. 
Yeah. Um, Mr. 305. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, uh, Brown we'll Zero. that happens. But in, <laughs> in some not more not exactly exciting news oh, at all. God. There's been some major injuries, unfortunately. Uh, Grant. So, it seems like, I mean, it seems like every day uh, one or two players is going out. Um, mm-hmm. That's so typical of the NFL, though. Like yeah, but the Brown. This is like no team. No team has been yeah. uh, hit hit this bad, bad. Um, because we've had like uh, Nick Chubb missed practice. Not he's back now, but he's missed practice for concussion protocol. Uh, Miles Garrett missed the first week of practice from a uh, hamstring tweak. Uh, Kevin Johnson lacerated liver. He was back at practice today. He didn't. Pra- yeah, yeah. So a, a player. So a player. A player landed on him on the ground and just Think punctured his liver. How hard you have just, to get hit? I have such a fear of that now. Like I'm going to be just yeah. terrified stay in the hospital. of lacerating my liver every yeah, I mean, time I play a sport. I mean, it's just it's a freak injury. Like there's no yeah. there's no like like real way that you actually do that. Just somebody fell on him and hit him in the right spot and yeah. punctured his liver. Mac Wilson's out for who knows Ugh. how long, which is a shame because he's one of probably my favorite up and coming Browns at the moment in terms yeah. of. He's going to have a massive opportunity to play. We have a huge void at linebacker. He was going to step up. He played a bunch last year as a rookie, and he, he really has been growing. So I hope he gets back soon. I have no idea what his status is. Grant Delpit just was confirmed to have ruptured his Achilles, which oh. is big time bad. It's, that's quite possibly the worst injury in sports. I, it's one of the worst. I know we all don't like him, especially but in the watching – that video of Kevin Durant. Oh, it's disgusting. Oh. It's bad. Oh, like, the slow I, know, I know the broken bone things are bad. The slow mo. Watching that rubber band jiggle like yeah. in his the, leg. Like just, the, the ripple. Oh. Well, I mean, once it snaps yeah. off the bone and it ripples. <laughs> yeah. You know what's weird yeah. is what they say with like ruptured Achilles. Every single person that ruptures it, they say it feels like somebody kicked their leg from behind like as hard as they could. Uh, Everybody says a that. A guy who I know. Uh, used to play college ball for like D two or something, but he ruptures Achilles playing street ball, and he literally, when it happened, he was like, "Who threw a brick on my ankle?" Like that's what he. No, literally, he was like, "I just, I thought someone just whipped a brick at my ankle for yeah, some reason," and bad. he. That's how he described. Like, you know who problem. these injuries should be happening to? No, here we go. Oh my god. Should have seen it coming. I didn't play it last week. I had to. <laughs> anyway, I had to find a way. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, that, yeah. Man, that, that was that's because like for you, it's Mac. Well, I, I like Mac Wilson. I wasn't. I don't know. I like Mac Wilson. I'm just. I was really excited about Grant Delpit. Oh, and he was a day one starter. Really in start. Really excited about him. I, and, there's there's uh, a serious possibility that he doesn't recover from this. I mean, there's. I saw some stat on yeah. Twitter. It was like twenty to twenty-five percent of the time, ruptured Achilles injuries are insurmountable. Yeah, he might not be the same uh, guy. Yeah, or or play. Think much. about you know all the people like, who have had that happen. To them. It's 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 especially a real shame, especially so. in football. Yeah. Oh, it's it's an especially the, especially given the position that he's that he plays. Yeah. Too. The thing the thing, you know, if you know if there's a bright side to what you just said, you know, at least he did that when he was. 21, 22 years old. Oh yeah, if he was in his 30s, rather than him doing it, like what, like when Kobe did it, that was essentially the, that was the end for Kobe when he ruptured his Achilles. Yeah, he was also what, like that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like that was that, that was, was that was he was like he was already on the down the down slope. Right. By the way, R.I.P. Kobe. Yes, but R.I.P. Um, no, Kobe was a day. few days ago. Yesterday, yeah. Kobe day was yesterday. Her birthday. His birthday, birthday was the day before. That's yeah. that's weird. Yeah. I well, because yesterday was eight twenty four. Those are his numbers. I didn't realize that's weird. Yeah. 
I didn't realize that it was. I, I didn't know what it was. His and the Lakers started wow, the game yeah. on a twenty-four to eight run. Yeah. And there was yeah. a timeout taken at that point when it was twenty-four to eight. It was eerie last night. Yeah, that was well. weird. Yeah. That's. Yeah, um, that's, but but yeah, that's man. That's just you know. Thankfully for him, for him at least, if it's if an injury like that's going to happen, it's going to happen. You know, when he's twenty-one years he's old, young and in his he has an opportunity. He's be in. Yeah, he's, he has the opportunity to bounce back. Um, but yeah, it's never good. So uh, Earl Thomas is going to get signed then, right? We're gonna oh, we're gonna pick up Earl Thomas. I actually saw some serious rumors floating around. Yeah, today. well, and unless I mean, however couple, serious Twitter. Is, I think uh, was it Dan Graziano? Graziano. Graziano. Ano. He was it. It was him or Schefter shot down um, Earl Thomas to Dallas, which has been the big talk. But then Jerry for a long Jones, Darren, Jerry Jones said, "I don't know what they're talking about." So yeah. who knows? Who knows? So what, Dan? You were mentioning something yesterday as well as Ryan. What's the deal? Why were you guys a little iffy on if about Earl? Well, Thomas? He's just a dick. Well, so here, so 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 Earl Thomas uh, um, punched a teammate in the face in practice on Friday. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he literally did that. I would go out on a limb and say not a quality locker room. And then room supposedly, guy. like he's been he's been late for like he's been late for like Zoom meetings. Like, What's up with guys being? How late? are you late? For I don't understand being. How late. are you? Like, th- this <laughs> is like the thing. Like, like I get upset when people say like, "Oh, I'm so stressed out about work and all that." Yeah, like, like, you're working you're from working your couch at home. At home. Yeah, like, what like, you, yeah. I, I get it if you have a lot of work, but it's like, okay, whatever. Like, get over it. But anyway, um, yeah, just not. Uh, not <laughs> I know. I know. I'm kind of talking to you right now because you've been bombarded with work. Right yeah, now. yeah, it's been insane. But at the, it's mainly for somebody else that Jordan <laughs> but, and I find like, yeah, go crazy. But I think, I think, I think the, I think what, what I, what I think we're trying to get at is he was just a, he's just a, like if you're a, a grown ass man who's a professional athlete, how do you, how are you late for stuff like that? Like, like I could understand. Well, it just shows that it's not a priority to you, right? Well, right. I mean, it, it, maybe not even that. It's just he's he's a Hall of Fame candidate. Safety. I mean, he, he maybe he just doesn't give a shit anymore. It, it's entirely possible that he thinks I know the playbook enough. I am good yeah. enough. I know this. I don't need to dick around and listen to Zoom meetings about stuff I already feel like I know. I'm not justifying it. I'm just which saying, is also. I mean, I can. Which is that, also but. like I, I think part of the reason why uh, the Ravens just cut bait with him because I don't think they're willing to risk the culture that they've built based yeah. on. This and honestly, kind of guy. they're a serious title contender. Good on them for being willing to say we're not going to deal because he. That's why I wouldn't touch him with a ten foot pole. He's yeah. objectively yeah. a talented player, and yeah. he he would fill a need for us. But if a Super Bowl contending team like the Ravens is like, nah, you're you're not it, and they're willing right. to look elsewhere, that I that would, should tell you something, right? And there are there are uh, a few suitable guys out there that are available. Like you look at somebody like Tony Jefferson, who actually used to play for the Ravens. Yeah, um, Logan Ryan, who played for the Patriots and then played for the Titans last year. Um, intercepted Tom Brady's last pass as a Patriot um, in the playoffs last year. Um, and there was one other guy I can't really remember, but but either one of those two guys I would be totally fine with as a stopgap guy to hopefully you know stem the tide for uh, Delpa to get back. You know, hopefully, fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. I have faith in Andrew Barry um, to to make the right move. And uh, Kevin Stefanski was asked today about Earl Thomas, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna leave that up to Andrew Barry." Yeah, so, smart answer, right answer. Yeah, um, so. we did pick up a linebacker the other day. We picked up Malcolm. Yeah, Smith. Yeah, Malcolm Smith, former, former Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, he has not been the same since. Then. No, he's been on like four different teams in the last three years. He's bounced. Like I tell you what, though, he's got experience. He's been on good teams. If yeah. nothing else, maybe he could Again. be a good culture guy. Right. 
stem the tide to when hopefully Matt comes back sometime this year. Yeah. Um, but what was really interesting about the NFL this weekend was uh, the COVID testing fiasco that happened. Oh, what Yikes. a weird um, and bikes. stupid Yeah, thing. so whatever, I, whatever that lab was in New Jersey, uh, yeah, good luck. I don't know if they're – You fired. Yeah, you fired. You fired. But anyway, so the NFL originally announced 77 positive cases of uh, COVID-19 from, I believe it was 11 teams. Lies. Yeah. Those 11 teams temporarily shut down uh, operations. And the weird thing about, like, I woke up to this because apparently, so Kevin Stefanski got called it. What are you guys giggling about? Sorry. What is going on over there? Some funny stuff. It's a spooky tooth. Ugh. It's yeah. just so weird. It's like Jordan's like looking at him. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> had one beer and we're all losing our minds. I yeah. actually am not. Twitter's <laughs> at its peak right now. I don't know. Jordan had that Bud Light too. Right. <laughs> I, so water, so a little water. Yeah. Sorry, Dan. You were saying. No, no. Um, so, so Kevin Stefanski actually got a phone call at four in the morning, saying that he tested positive for COVID. So I was like, <laughs> imagine, imagine getting a phone call. <laughs> you feel pretty you good. You don't know the groggy. number. Good morning, coach. You have the plague. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, so are you are you with anybody in your house? Uh, yeah, my family. Uh, yeah, you better uh, you better get away from them because uh, you've got uh, the COVID. You've got the uh, you got the Rona. Got the Rona. Um. So yeah, that that's interesting. So yeah, the Browns actually uh, closed down their facility in the morning. And did a deep cleaning of it. So many other teams did. And um, they eventually were able to reopen because what's interesting enough is the the testing protocols. They're able to retest all those tests within a day, within hours really, and find out that they were all actually negative, that the lab was contaminated, and that none of those uh, tests were positive. So that, uh, that's – so strange and that's so typical of the of like the whole year just oh, with all the, un, the, the uncertainty it's well, now, this now there's like it's that yeah it was positive it was negative dewine well, has well, dewine doesn't have it did like, you what did you see that now uh the cdc is saying you can't get coronavirus from like touching surfaces yeah so like the whole wiping down everything was completely irrelevant yeah and i'm like and now and they're, they're like saying only, they're saying something they're saying something that like uh, you can't pass it if you're asymptomatic now again because remember they said that before. Right. Well, I d- yeah I did see that and then and again, is it though? Like we don't know. Right. And then the best part I saw the uh, some major study that's testing antibodies had the first case confirmed case where someone got it again, but mm-hmm. when they got it again they were asymptomatic. Yeah. And their body fought it off, I guess, within a few days. So it's like, well, that's a huge positive, though. That is right. just, I'm saying, like, a positive thing. Like, that's good. Hopefully yeah. that's true. But it's just, like, everything's just all over the place. I don't yeah. know. And I, it's just, I, I some like, we, we were joking yesterday. Somebody lost their job at, at that oh, lab. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Big time fire. Could you imagine? Imagine. Wow. Imagine Roger Goodell. Oh shoot, seventy-seven positive cases, and then like the next day, actually, uh, it's probably just some that would be in turn uh, negative. Uh, boss, <laughs> uh, you know that uh, NFL account? <laughs> yeah. Whoops. You know the uh, 
Thought you know the account. The you know the account that's actually keeping us in business. Uh, yeah, that was the big whoops yeah. on my part. That was a big uh, boo boo. <laughs> but it's also a positive. Yeah, uh, they were all yeah. negative. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know, it's just so you can call them and tell them that they don't have to worry. Oh my goodness! I didn't have my coffee this morning. <laughs> yeah, coffee. Well, they were in New Jersey. I'm fascinated to see what happens as this thing continues to unfold, though, because we know that as I mean the season, like we said, it's a couple weeks out. They're going to start playing games. We've talked about this the other day off air as well. With baseball, you can schedule yourself some double headers. If you have a rain delay or if you've got, you know, COVID delays, whatever, you can go ahead and reschedule, I would say, fairly easily. There's no way in hell that no. you're 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 no. rescheduling these games. What's going to happen? Any, if any, this they're going to end up canceling late season games or or pushing yeah. like or just straight delaying. It's this one's going to be nuts. If yeah. if the I mean, NFL has uh, interrupted games, it's going to be far more problematic than oh, any other league. I yeah, I mean, what's going to happen is if this happens uh, at six a.m. on a Sunday morning in September, like what's going to happen? Like you said, you can't just play double headers like baseball and like play fourteen games in eight days or I mean, something. One, like that. one you can't football do game, that. they talk about how it's like the equivalent of a car wreck, and that's like that's right. a, you know, or worse. That's. Uh, we're already talking about I mean, players already hate playing yeah. on Sunday and then again on Thursday right. night football because that's too short of a turnaround. So like, what, is, what are they turn? like? What what do they do? I like, don't have like, a good like, it, like if a team gets a couple like on Sunday morning, if a team gets alerted that if it's one team, they get alerted that like three of their players tested positive. Like, do they postpone every single game in the league? Because the NFL, unlike any other league, is all about competitive balance. Like. Yeah, everybody has to have the set, same set of practice time. Everybody has to have the same, you know, roster numbers. Like all that, everybody has to have the same, uh, you know, everything. Pretty much, it's all about competitive balance. So you can't just—it's not like baseball where you can like when we had the Cardinals up until like a week ago, everybody had played like twenty games, and the Cardinals had played like five. <laughs> That's right. Like you can't do that in the NFL. <laughs> Yeah. So I, I don't I, I don't know what happens. I you know, I don't I would imagine the NFL probably has so some it, sort it, of a game plan, but Well maybe they do now. This could be a blessing in disguise if this happened now. Yeah, that's a good point. That's um, a good point. We'll see. But it, it it was a it was a telltale sign when it got reported that all of these positive cases came from one lab. Yeah. That's also true. Um yeah. if this, if it came from like every lab, it's like okay, yeah, we're we're effed. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. That that's another good thing to think of. So, as well, but yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Uh. So NFL soon. I want some bubble talk. Said Patrick. So we can officially say Luke is better than James Harden, right? I mean, probably gonna be better than James. I'm not gonna go that far right now. Not yet. trajectory. If he keeps in this, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is insane though. He's 21 yeah, years old, and he ridiculous. he did that on one leg. He put he put yeah. against against yeah yeah uh, one <laughs> leg against every pretty much everybody's Honestly, favorite to win the title. The audacity of him to take not a my favorite three to win the title. pointer step back three pointer not, uh, yeah, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and not a drive or like a jump like a two pointer right. that's balls man that's another level man. Yeah. They have no business being tied right now, but they are. So I love it. That's I absolutely poor, love poor it. It's because the, the bubble is a no, funky No, you know, place. Dan, about the bubble. Uh, let's talk about the bubble. <laughs> let's so, go on. Uh, since we last talked, 
Uh, the Lakers are, are definitely certainly going to close the series. Okay, I never predicted the, the Blazers to win that I, series. I kind of think you alluded that it was. How about possible. you? How about you go back and listen to the episodes? I clearly said the Lakers are going to win that that's series. Not a, that's not a take though. That like I could any like anyone could because win you're a you're making my take into more than what it is. Okay, I'm going to step in. Here. I said the Blazers are going to be more competitive. Dan said anything could happen, so he wouldn't be surprised if Portland won. But if he was a betting that's, man, Lakers are most likely going to so, win. So it's take is actually Lakers were going to win. Yes. 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 So what just, I said. Just that, yes. Not that it was not, as foregone not a conclusion. Not once did I, I ever say the Blazers My take was it, was it was a foregone conclusion. Correct. Yes. Which that is where right. you differ. He, yeah, he well, said yeah. that. <laughs> Uh, oh, okay, okay, yeah. So, sorry, Jordan, you were right. No, your original <laughs> tweet was definitely not saying that. Your original tweet was, was my original I tweet? got... Uh, never, that, never, ever said the Blazers are going to win the series. I, you said it was a, a big possibility they could win the series. I said it was a possibility, which, yeah, which, I is, just, which, I, is, which is factually correct. I, that's it, always it, true. It actually, not a, but that, my, my point is that's not a take. Like that's of course that's always true. Right. Which like, which which which, never, which is which is ever. my which is my thing. You keep making this bigger than what it is. Well, well I just don't understand what the per, what your original take was then because that's not a take. Like of course my my original my first of all my original take wasn't just uh specifically to that series. My original take was that that weird things are going to happen in the NBA bubble. Like look at the Clippers and Mavs series that's right now. That's not that weird. Luka and Porzingis are top Porzingis didn't play in the last game, and they still won. Because Luca had like a well, one for the ages, right? Yeah, but, he's also, but he's also—they're yeah. also the seven seed going up against oh, everybody's no, I, prohibitive I, favorite that, to win the I'll title. Give, I'll give you that—that's a weird series. Like if, like if, yeah, if you were everything like, else has gone exactly according. I don't to know. Plan. Would you have predicted? And I'm not—I'm not trying to. I know that Westbrook being hurt is a part of this, but would you have predicted being tied I, with OKC? I can show you my tweets where I actually predicted. Yeah, he—he he expects I, the Rockets to lose all the time. I, no, I literally. I didn't. I, I was shocked that we won the first two games. Because, really? Yeah. I mean, with Westbrook out. I don't trust Harden when he has to do it himself. I don't. Yeah. I love him, but I don't trust That's him. Fair. I also fair. don't trust D'Antoni when <laughs> when we start missing threes and he's like, oh, let's keep trying to shoot threes. <laughs> like, oh, Eric, I, Gordon, <laughs> Eric Gordon will figure it out. Eric yeah. Gordon will get there. It's kinda, it's kinda like the what the I crazy said. thing was when Eric like, Gordon was driving – <laughs> we were winning really well. And then Eric Gordon's like, hey, I'm a Steph Curry, and I can like, shoot like a 50-foot three. It's kind of <laughs> like when I said last week about how the NBA shoots way too many threes. The Rockets shoot too many threes. I don't know about uh, the NBA as a whole. Because the, the OKC Thunder weren't shooting too many threes, and oh. guess what? They. Uh, you know what? I will <laughs> say, Dan said this a few weeks ago. He said, nobody's playing defense in the bubble. We're like, oh, no, they're playing pretty good defense. Nobody's the Lakers good. had 80 at halftime. Yeah. <laughs> well, Everybody's scoring like 120 They were playing plus. good defense against the uh, against. I will the say, there, there are a few. There are a few te- like, I think, I think Miami's playing very good defense. I think the Lakers at times are playing very good defense, but first, as a majority, and, and I and, and I know that they suck, but my God, the Raptors! The, the, I know that the Nets suck, but my God, the Raptors scored 150 points in regulation in a playoff game. I mean, the Nets are not. The There's no defending. The Nets it doesn't matter. There's no defending. No, them. the Nets are not. They don't. They, they no, have no absurd, business. Being no Kyrie. No. I would say the Rockets oddly played really yeah, good. Kyrie, do, the, Kyrie doesn't play defense, Houston so that's not really great helping defense them. in the first two games. And then again, we forgot. Well, we're, we do the usual right. and play Mike D'Antoni basketball. <laughs> um, the Nuggets saved you, Dan, because they were on the verge of being eliminated. And Murray and company, uh, which holy 
crap. Does he Jamal like just Murray. staring into your eyes or something? I don't know. Yeah. When, he, no, when, he, when I, he addresses I me, he looks I, at you. No, I used to do this too with Jimmy. Yeah, you do it all yeah, the time. I, just, I, know, I, I know that's there. <laughs> uh, Jamal Murray is insane. Yeah. Uh, Mitchell oh my gosh. is insane. Yeah. Those two, dude, does, tell, me, tell me, Donovan Mitchell reminds me of a young D Wade, like. To a I tee. can see that, yeah. Like it's, I like Donovan yeah, Mitchell a lot. It's a good comparison. I like him yeah. a lot. I think he's... And then, he's yeah, uh, Jamal Murray's just out of his mind. Jamal Murray is... And then the Joker, Jokic. Jokic. Jokic is a player. Wow. I was watching him. He's... But they're but they're like they're like the Blazers and the Nets. I mean, they play no defense whatsoever. Yeah, no, like, none. 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 And even the... Even, no, that even, I don't agree. There's and even, no even, uh, even the Jazz, who have like one of the best defensive players in the league in uh, Gobert, they play no defense either. Yeah, I um, wanted to say by the way, real quick, my quick shout out to my buddy Ian. He he let me know that uh, he thought that uh, collectively, and I'm mostly going to throw Jordan under the bus on this one. That collectively we were too hard on Dan for your picks last week. Why? <laughs> we, we were correct now. <laughs> I mean. I, 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 what do you mean? You're not I'm, correct now. I'm not gonna Lakers come. are probably going to win. Nuggets I are. never picked the Blazers to win. <laughs> ever. Yeah, he, I don't understand what the debate no, no, was. No, no, no. Talking about his finals predictions. Oh, specifically. I'll say the Heat. Yeah. We were a little harsh on the Heat. The yeah. Heat are a good team. The Heat are a good team. The Heat are going to – who do they match? They, uh, wait, they play the Bucs. They play the Bucs next. Yeah, that's going to be tough. Uh, now, that would be fun, though. Like, I'm not sold uh, on the box. I'm not sold. No. I'm starting to not be sold. And I know Bucks, that I picked them last week, but I'm like, I, I knew they I were going to win that series. I know the least basketball yeah. at this table right now, and I picked the Bucks only because they were like, no. I mean, the that's the favorite, right But yeah. Miami's going to definitely give them a run for their money. And Boston looks really good too. I mean, Boston I, you know, looks good. It's hard for me to admit Philly, that. I Philly's hate a joke. They fired. They fired their coach. Yeah, Brett I Brown's gone. I don't, I don't know what Philly's that, that, doing. The I, end of the process. I, well, the process has been gone. They fired Hinky. I don't know yeah. how long ago. And well, all they did is squander. Well, they, the they attributed. They attributed at one point. Yeah, the process was in good shape, <laughs> and then they shit their. They pants. traded Jason Tatum for Markel Fultz. Oh, imagine, imagine Jason Tatum being with Embiid and Ben Simmons. It's a. And they're even, and the Philly Philly doesn't even have faults anymore, right? No, no he's in he's Orlando. In Orlando. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's just oh, barely like he's making barely it. there. Yeah. That's painful. Oh, it's bad. It's real bad. And I tell you what, Oof. fucking love it. Oh, see, I, I don't care. Philly, Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid is the definition of a guy who talks trash and oh, doesn't back it up. Like I don't even hate Joel Joel Embiid. Oh no, I, I kind of like him. Fully. But because I like that he's a big dude, I love big men. That's I like care. I love the big. He's a guy. big idiot. You do. <laughs> he's a big bozo. You rang as soon as he, I talk, said he that. talks a bunch of shit and he can't back it up. Yeah, drives yeah. me cuckoo. Which can we? I love uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Harold or um, Montrezl Montrez Harold? But oh, did he eat crow? Yeah, after. <laughs> he said some things. <laughs> to that be were. fair to him, he actually walked up to, to Donich and. Uh, and like shook the, hands the next they, game, yeah, they made and, and he, I, he it's just trash talk. Yeah. Honestly, the only way we're even noticing this is because of there's no fans. There's it's yeah. so easy to hear some because it's stuff. weird in the bubble. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, the only game that the only series that's not going according to plan is Clippers Dallas. Everything else is totally going to plan. The, 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 there's no way the 76ers were ever going to win that series. No, I agree with you there. I guess, and and maybe I just didn't realize that Westbrook was hurt the whole series. I, 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 I would have thought like, that you guys would have handled I, OKC more I, readily. Uh, yeah, but it, I, the, the series the series is is, and I know that they won today, so it's a little closer. But and I'm not saying this because they were my weird pick to go to come out of the West in the finals. But the six seed Jazz being up three to one on the Nuggets is kind of it's a little weird. It's not like see, it's not I, outlandish. I've never understood how the Jazz, the the Nuggets were even there to begin with. 
I, 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 it's it's weird to me now seeing how well Jokic and Murray are playing. So I agree with you on that. That's, that seems odd to me now, but I don't know. I, I well, plus like you look at the Jazz and uh, Mike Conley missed the first two yeah, or three games of the series. Games. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, but but it's just Donovan Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell's yeah, Mitchell's playing out of his insane. mind. He had a fifty-one and and Jordan Clarkson weirdly enough. Yeah, is what playing is that all about? Like yeah, about Jeff Green. Like, yeah, Jeff Green playing. Jeff Green for the for Rockets. Former Cavs. Insane. Cash yeah, money. I don't know what that's all about, but. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. Houston, though, I don't know. Speaking what of that. former Cavs, that LeBron guy is pretty good. Not too bad at basketball. Yeah, yeah. I heard he uh, has some potential. Balling a bit. <laughs> yeah. Indeed. Did you see the. Uh, oh, uh, he and JR really had another little, uh, a little stare moment. down yeah. post defensive uh, <laughs> goof. Yeah. That's because JR is really not bombing threes from every which angle right now. Yeah, it's not looking awesome. <laughs> Sad to say. I love JR, but. He's had a couple. I love that man. He did tie. Well, he tied Kobe, right? If for, he can, uh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Playoff threes. If he can just hit a couple key threes, that's all he needs well, to like, do. Well, like oddly enough, like you, you go back and, you, and it's not something you think off think about off the top of your head. Jr. has been in the playoffs like a lot over his career. Yeah, a lot of when he played with Melo with the Nuggets for all those years, and then he played with Melo again with the Knicks. They went like three or four years, and then with the Cavs, he went four straight years. Like he's been in the playoffs a lot. Yeah. No, you're not. Yeah, you're not wrong. But uh, but. Uh, do we have updated predictions on the current series, the next rounds? Let's do that for the East. So, uh, Raptors, Celtics, and then Heat, um, Bucks. Well, I'm picking the Heat, obviously. Yeah. I, 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 I'm still going with Bucks, but I would not be surprised if the Heat could pull that could, one off. Yeah, I think it's going to be Heat Raptors in the. I think for sure Raptors. Finals. Although I expect that to be. I a don't great know. Series. I wouldn't say for sure. I see both of these going six or seven games. If you made me oh, pick, sure. oh, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Bucks Raptors as well. But it's gonna be like I seven think, games. I think Raptors can edge them out with just some of that experience they've had in recent years. They've been looking but, good. Nick Nurse, dude, that back the back court for the Raptors. Oh my goodness! And yeah. then just in general, they just they looking really solid. Nick, Nick Nurse, the only coach to win a G League and NBA yeah. Coach of the Year. Oh, I didn't realize that. Which is pretty cool. That's that says a lot. He's from Iowa, right? I think uh, something like that. Something, yeah. yeah, somewhere somewhere in the middle America. West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, and the West isn't. No one's closed out the West yet, it's, right? Nope. Yeah. The Lakers will do it tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, Dame, did you see Dame's out? Yeah, he's not playing. He has a knee sprain. Oh, it's over. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, over. Three, LeBron's not, I mean, LeBron wasn't LeBron's not blowing he's a 3-1 lead in the first, first round. Uh, 3-1. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> not um, in the first round. Um, so, wait, the Clippers, Clippers are, are they 2-2? Clippers are 2-2. Two, two. Two, two. Clippers are blowing out Dallas now, but there's plenty of game to go. I mean, they were up 20-something the other day. Yeah. And again, right. Porzingis yeah. isn't playing, so. Yeah. Oh, they're he's not saying, playing again. They said he's soreness. I'm starting to think it's something more serious. It's got like, it can't be. I'm well, still I'm I mean, still, he, still staring at Ryan. I yeah. just realized I mean, he had a he had a he has torn his ACL in the past. So he oh, has yeah, had, he has was, had major yeah. knee injuries in the past. So yeah. So hopefully it's nothing like that. Know. But um, but again, anytime anytime you have foot or anytime you have lower extremity injuries for a guy that's that tall, you have to take it with extra precaution. Like the guys like like I mean we know it. First hand in Cleveland with Z back yeah. in the day when he broke his foot like well, his first three years. Yeah, especially in the if you got a guy who's running up, up and down right. like, as fast as he is. But. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, there's that. But uh, 
But yeah, yeah, it's been fun. I've enjoyed it. I'm I so I will it. I will say the more it's gone, the more I've gotten into it, and I think I'll get more into it once it's like if you can it's legit matchups. If you can get like your, not the Orlando Magic. Yeah, and, yeah, and the Bucks, yeah, and the uh, you know the, if, the Nets. If you can get the crowd aspect out, like you just have to make yourself. Which is the hardest thing for me. I agree. I just, it's weird. Just, no, it's very strange. Like, in, in fact, even watching that Dallas game, when Luca hits that shot, like yeah, not hearing thing, everyone yeah. go. Wah. The only thing, like, the only you can hear is teammates. Yeah, yeah running yeah. out of the court. Like, there's no right. I mean, e- even if it was a road game, you'd hear that like gasp. Yeah, like when oh, he hits a shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but. but if you can get your if you can get that out of your head, it, I think you can act, you can very much enjoy this this, but takes a little bit to get used to that yeah okay probably um, for sports right we don't really have any yeah other stuff let's uh about. we could have we should have done this earlier actually when we were uh, detailing the beer but um let's go through it we have a top five this week and uh it's our top five favorite seasonal beers so let's go through it and uh whoever wants to go, go first i'll go first i texted myself which by the way i just learned that's a thing you could do you were today years old i'm today years old when i learned you could text yourself it's um, unbelievable Number five for me, Franklin Castle Market Garden. Great beer, amazing name, really cool haunted place in uh, Cleveland. Has a really weird history. In fact, I don't remember what episode, probably sometime around this year, we had a little little thing on Franklin Castle. Uh, strange stuff. Apparently they may have may or may not have filmed a porno there. I don't know. That's what we've heard. That's what Jordan's uh, interested in. That's <laughs> the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah. Yeah, and the, go. well, the Castle, ghost. not the Nazi the history. Ghost. Jordan yeah. probably tried to find it. I was like, oh, what's the video? Yeah. Um, all jokes aside, uh, Franklin <laughs> Castle is a great. <laughs> very serious. Is it is Franklin Castle uh, an imperial? I don't remember, or is it just a pumpkin? I ale? think it's a pumpkin ale. It's just a regular. It's just pumpkin ale. Uh, you, had to, you had to do this to me. Number four, while Dan's looking that up, Pimp My Sleigh by uh, Fatheads. It's their Belgian Christmas ale. I think. Yep. Is that that's the way they were Belgian it? style. Yeah. Belgian style, very strong, very good. Um, no knocks to Holly Jolly. That's also a great beer, but Pimp My Sleigh is n- next level. Uh, it is just a pumpkin ale. Okay, for Franklin. Yep. Yeah. Uh, three, Yammy Yammy by uh, Platform. Mm-hmm. This it takes the pumpkin concept and flips it on its head and gives it a new brand. It's a sweet potato ale. Um, and then they also have a s'mores version of it, which when I first heard about this, I was like, that's dumb. And then I tried it and I was like, this is not dumb at all. This is really smart and it's delicious. They're they also, both good. They have a pecan one now too. I oh believe. no, a no, pecan yummy no shoot. I, I well, believe. Now I got a double. No, pecan. yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, speaking of platform, platform's got a new, uh, uh, session hazy IPA coming out and called we, Muni. I saw the you tagged me in that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. We need to try that. Which kind of sucks. It's named Muni because we can't tailgate this can't year. Tailgate. Well, you know you can tailgate at your house party. That's right. That's Candy, a candied pecan yummy. Wow, so that, that sounds amazing. I will definitely try that. Candy pecan. I'm, I'm candy assuming pecan, that's candy, is that candy, out already candy, or is that? Hey, I'm actually doing it. I'm gonna all right. <laughs> is that out already? Or is uh, it? No, I don't. Uh, oh, that one? No, I don't know. I think so. Yeah. Uh, number two. 12 Dogs of Christmas by um, Thirsty Dog. It's personally my favorite Christmas ale. Uh, and then number one, Spooky Tooth. That's no surprise. It was, it was always going to be Spooky That was weird to say. Spooky Tooth. <laughs> I'll go real quick. Okay. All right, number five. 
not gonna guess this one. Gym Day by Platform. That's a seasonal. Uh, okay. I had it a lot this summer. What kind of a seasonal? Oh, so oh, he, summer. He, he's oh, okay. going okay. for the, the, the proper okay. definition of yeah. a seasonal. I looked it up. Okay. It is a seasonal beer. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So okay. Gym Day I was, was thinking holidays. Which we I tried first time on the yeah. podcast. Phenomenal. Yeah, very good. I was gonna say Hayes Jude. I don't it's think it's like, a seasonal. Oh, I brought that one. I brought. Yeah, it's yeah. only like three points. You didn't realize until I, yeah. I looked at the can. I'm like, hey, do you know that this is like three point four percent alcohol? It's good summer beer. Good day drinking. Good drinking. Yeah, exactly. Forty-five of them. Number four, Great Lakes. Their Christmas sale. Yeah. Most notably on on uh, first. Did you go with us to first pour last year? No, but I was there. Oh, that's you guys. Yeah, for my internship. Oh, that's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. It was a good time. Good stuff. Never been. It's crazy. Yeah, first pour of Great Lakes is is awesome. Number three, what we had last week, the Haunted Hayride Pumpkin Ale. Oh, oh it made the list. Hey. I liked it a lot. A I was, debut. I was thinking Franklin Castle, but let's switch it up a little bit. Number two, Pit My Sleigh, Fat Heads. Um, ah, I'll have to try Holly Jolly boy. again. Holly Jolly's good. That's a big boy pick, Pit, Pit My Sleigh. It is a big All boy. Right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Moving up in the You don't know, hear a lot of college grads recent college grads talking about pit my sleigh we're all college grads <laughs> yeah i meant recent <laughs> <laughs> What's your last uh number one spooky tooth of course oh. so you're both spooky tooth number one spooky tooth yeah, yeah. figures you guys were giggling the whole episode <laughs> that's exactly what we were talking hey, hey, about hey look at my list <laughs> i'll hop up so my number five yummy yummy from platform uh, I am a big fan of that one, and I'm really excited to try the candied pecan version. Yes. Number four, uh, from Brew Kettle, Winter Warmer. Ooh, I, yes. I like Winter Warmer oh, more than I like Great Lakes yeah. Yeah. Uh, Christmas Ale. That's Okay. I prefer that one. Number three, I bumped uh, a beer out to make room for this after having it tonight. Spooky Tooth oh. is my number three. And then I also did uh, what Jimmy did, and my top two are actually not... Um, what you would think of as like a holiday beer. They're sure, just seasonal sure. varieties. So number two for me is Halo Bender. It's from uh, Foam Brewers in Burlington, Vermont. It's probably my favorite brewery oh, on this planet. Wow. Okay. Uh, it is an IPA that is just absolutely delightful. It's probably... Is it a 10? It That's probably as close as I would comfortably go. That is like... Yeah, it's like a, a nine five and above kind of territory. As is my number one. Oh, Frambus Mort, which is translated roughly as like Raspberry Death or Death by Raspberries. Oh, I believe. Love it. It's from Wicked Weed Brewing in Asheville, North Carolina. It is. I've heard of them. The, I've heard of them. Oh yeah, it is spectacular. They caught a lot of shit like Platform did because they were they did that they were craft that sold at Anheuser Busch. Yeah. Um, but this was I had this at their all sour location. So you know how platform has ah, Funkin Ship. Yeah, Wicked yeah, Weed similar. has the Funkatorium. No way. Um, yeah, go figure. Right? Is that like what they? Is that must be like a sour? It's got to be. Yeah, yeah, Funk with a PH. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah. so I had this down there, and this was probably like this is probably my number. This is probably if I were to give a beer a ten, it's this. It is a raspberry sour, and it is stupid, and it is just perfect on like a. Like a like a spring almost summer day. Okay. Oh my god, right. I'm getting okay. emotional just thinking about it. So about to tear up. That's Indeed, my number his, one. Yeah, <laughs> eyes a little watery. Glassy over here. <laughs> those, those are my top five. Uh, Daniel. All right, so mine. Uh, it's a little. I. I have one that I. God, this is gonna sound pathetic. I have one that I can't think of the name of it right now. <laughs> Wait, what? It's uh. 
<clears throat> it's working class's Christmas sale. I can't think oh, of the name. No, I know it. What is it? Snow job. Snow job. Yeah. Yeah. How did I not know that? <laughs> That's so rem- memorable. Yes. That's awesome. Snow, it's I'm fantastic. I like working class. We, fantastic. I mean, I'm sure that's coming out soon. Oh, I love oh, working yeah. class. I you know what else? You know I hope what else? They're okay, by the way. I haven't yeah, heard anything from them. You know what else is uh, another great beer from them? Is mm-hmm. their peanut butter stout mm-hmm. called Clock Out? What was that, Jimmy? <laughs> but what? Made with real peanuts. Oh, good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> uh, all right, so that's my number five. Uh, number four, Yammy Yammy. Uh, I think pretty yes. much everybody else had that. Yes. Uh, number three, Festivus oh, from Market Garden. Yeah, okay. Merry Christmas yeah. Sale. All right, all right. Uh, very, very good. Very underrated, I feel like. I, I think that's fair, yeah. Uh, Spooky Tooth, number two for me. Uh, and then number one uh, is 12 Dogs of Christmas from uh, Thirsty Dog. That is my favorite so Christmas good. sale. It's probably one of the only Christmases I can have more than like two yeah, or three. It's so good. So <laughs> yeah. good. That's definitely my favorite. That's so. solid. Cool. Yeah. All Those right. Top five. We're keeping the topic of beer going. Uh, we have some unfortunate news in the Cleveland brewery scene. Uh, although Taco Paul won't be too sad. Um, did you hear that, Paul? Uh, <laughs> Willoughby Brewing is closed again. And this time it seems to be permanent per Cleveland. <laughs> just the giggle factory. Why, yeah, why, was, why was there such, I don't know. Why was there such I vitriol we, there? <laughs> well, this is a joke because... I had once said that I loved Willoughby Brewing, and I, I don't. I guess Paul Pleiss doesn't like him at all. And well, he wins. Yeah, he won. Because <laughs> they are round. no more. <laughs> they are probably ninety-nine percent gone forever. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, their landlord just Cle- locked the doors. Well, yeah. So ProCleveland.com. Yeah. So all of their product is yeah. still in the building. They can't get yeah. access to it because their landlord just literally it's, locked. The well, building. well, the reason why is because. They didn't I guess their- due to COVID, there, which is understandable. To, uh, you know. I well, think it's a combination of stuff. I'll, I'll say I'm getting to that. It's, a, con- yeah. it's a contributing factor. For sure. I, I get the COVID issue and, and losing money, uh, but the bars have been technically open for a while now, and they appear, they appear to just have not been paying rent. Yeah. Uh, That'll get you shut down. That will, yeah, that will shut you get you shut down. It's um, yeah. And so the owner said that, they're trying to Rollin Cook the third is they're trying to get started again. Uh, it looks like a lot of people, a lot of people in the community are kind of like it's probably the end of them. They already got themselves in a massive pickle last year when they had a they had a tax issue. They were back ta- they had back taxes or something. They got shut down. Um, not to get into too much, but they also have had controversy with some of the ownership in the past. They seem to just be a disaster as far as uh, their, I don't know what you would call it, like corp, their front office or their uh, leadership goes. Um, for the sake of just keeping local business alive, I hope they don't permanently close, but it does seem to be that way. Uh, so we'll keep everyone posted if anything changes there. Uh, this actually came out a couple weeks ago. We never talked about it, though, and I want to mention it. Unfortunately, Willoughby is losing their other brewery. Brim um, is shutting down. Uh, they opened up in 2017, and they had some some of the mines be that came from Willoughby Brewing started Brim. The concept behind Brim was they wanted to be fancy foods paired with beer. Um, personally, I was never a big fan of their beer. I'll be brutally honest, but the location was amazing and the food was solid. Um, now here's a positive though. It's not all it's, all, it's not all negative news. 
The positive is Barroco, the famous Colombian uh, restaurant that is located in Lakewood and uh, Westlake. And Ola Tacos, who has the same owners and is one of my top three favorite taco places in the city. Barroco and Ola will be opening up in Brim's location. If you've ever been there, it's a really cool location. You have a bottom level, which is your typical brewery setup. You have an upstairs level, which is basically the same thing, just upstairs. But you have a really cool rooftop bar. So I can only imagine how they're going to utilize that, maybe even year-round, if they could set up some sort of heaters or something. So really awesome positive there that Barocco and Ola will be uh, moving or expanding to Willoughby. Uh, they should be fully open and operational in about two months is what the owner said. So that's nice. a little bit of a positive end, or not a little bit, very positive end to two negative stories. But um, I'm excited. I actually go to Willoughby fairly frequently because my sister lives about five minutes away. So when I visit her, and my cousin Caleb as well, former guest. Shout out. From the, uh, oh boy, why am I forgetting the name of his podcast right now? Isn't it pineapple? For, no, that's his. No, name. that's his. That's his transistor uh, something. Uh, wholesome, Radio wholesome transmissions. Oh, that's right. It's a gaming gamer podcast. Look it up. Uh, but anyways, um, so yeah, that's little brewery news. Uh, I'm honestly, if I have to say and be honest, I'm shocked that more breweries haven't shut down. I'm very happy they haven't, but I'm kind of shocked because I think a lot of it's been think, a little rough lately. Yeah, I think the uh, breweries adapting and canning a lot of their beers and. Helped, yeah. Selling it that way, um, and I think a lot of I think I think the residents of the city have done a really good job with uh, supporting them. Agreed. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, all right. Agreed. So, before we get out of here, let's shout it out real quick, and uh, we'll get out. So, I'll, I'll go first. Uh, I'm going to uh, shout out the uh, rich and creamy Denver Nuggets for keeping my finals prediction alive one uh, one or two more days. So, shout out to them. Shout out to. Uh, uh, Jamal Murray and the Joker, and uh, hopefully they can pull off a three-one upset. I can we'll go. See about that. Shout out Shut to Funkin' Ship. I was there this oh. weekend. Oh, I, think, hey. <laughs> I was actually at. Is it the yard? Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah the, the volleyball. Yard. So that's where I was, right across the street. But stopped in Funkin' Ship, and they said, "Hey, we have volleyball courts and." life-size so, life uh, beer too. pong or whatever it's called. Oh, yeah. Oh. With a trash can. So I was like, yep, going oh, over there. I want to go check this out. We cool. just hung out Who'd in there. With? Main space. See oh, my friends. Oh, okay. I, don't that, I don't think that space was open when we went there. I don't think so either. But yeah, oh, yeah that was definitely out. not open. Although they did tell us it was on I do the way to the ship, though. It's a good spot. It's a shout-out. A lot of fun. They had some good sours, which I had a couple of. Cool. three. They also have Hayes Jude there on tap. Yes. they do. There's no reason to get anything else. Easily one of the best. Hayes Jude is one of the best beers in Cleveland. Such a Easily. beer. I had I had like three of those on Saturday. I bet you did. I did. I literally did. Literally. Literally. All right, Jordan, literally. shout shout somebody out. Uh, you're gonna hate this. McDonald's. I was craving. <laughs> I was craving a quarter pounder. No, I think later you're gonna hate that. <laughs> no. So here's here's some good news. This is why I'm shouting them out. I was craving a quarter pounder, double quarter pounder with cheese. No onion. Oh, oh, he no tweeted Google. this. And with fries, and craving it all afternoon. You can't go to McDonald's and not get fries, right? And I got, I got just that, and I fully expected to feel like garbage all evening. I have felt so good, so it good that you drank a Bud Light. Yeah, it <laughs> satisfied my hunger and my cravings. So shout out to McDonald's for coming in clutch Big on a Tuesday. Out. Nice. 
going up on a Tuesday. <laughs> I've got two. One oh. of them is stupid. One of them is, is serious. My stupid one is Cole Calhoun. Uh, if anybody uh, was paying attention to baseball, he plays for the Diamondbacks. He took a, uh, I wouldn't call it a line drive, but close to a line drive off the dome intentionally. Ooh. He was what? rounding first on his way to second. He was going to be out by a mile. And oh, he, I did see this. He oh timed it up goodness. and lined it up to try to doink the ball. Because he looked back. Yo, he very much intentionally oh, yeah. looked back to use I his, thought you were going to say. No, he didn't. This is not like a line drive comebacker that's drilling the pitcher. Right, those are right. scary as hell, and those are obviously yeah, yeah, very yeah. serious. This was, he was rounding first on his way to second. He was going to be out by 400 miles, and he literally was like, nah, not today. And he headbutted the ball out of the air. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and it was amazing. Uh, before I realized what you were talking about, I, I thought you were about to say he took a line drive off the dinger. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Would you imagine? Oh, even if you're wearing a cup. Not oh a God. good time. God. Not a good time. And then uh, my serious one, I wanted to shout out the Detroit Lions. They actually took a day off practice the other day. I saw uh, that. After, uh, after um, what had happened to Jacob Blake uh, in Wisconsin. Another Which is crazy, too, in a shortened, truncated training camp. Like They literally were talking Lions about Literally yeah. every second is valuable. I forget who was a player or coach or multiple. I forget who exactly it was, but somebody's like, football doesn't matter today. And yeah. they, they, they used uh, their platform, and they took the time, and they said, some things are more important, and yeah, given uh, how serious you know football players and coaches take uh, their craft and what a tough league it is to win in for them to, to sacrifice a day, it might not seem like a lot, but all of these guys have a lot of wealth and they have a lot of uh, mm -hmm. uh, social capital and influence, and so for them to, to, to do something and, and even just to do something symbolic like this, I, I thought was really awesome, so I wanted to give them a Great. shout out. Absolutely. All right. So that's shout-outs. That's going to do it for us on this episode. So I uh, appreciate you guys listening once again. It's 123 episodes of Living Off the Land. Thanks for sticking with us. Uh, you can follow us on social media at the LOTL Podcast. You can check out our website, lotlpodcast.com, where you can find our embedded links to our episodes. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week for another edition. So for Jordan, Jimmy, and Ryan, I'm Dan. You've been listening to Living Off the Land, and we'll catch you guys next week. See ya. Bye. Peace. Boy.